Hi, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Uncle Levi coming to you live from the world-famous comedy store. This is the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. Enjoy. in the building of the Crack em Up Comedy Podcast. So glad to be here in the Comedy Store, one of the only basements in Hollywood. The uh, Max just reminded us. I'm here with a very talented uh, Willie Mack. What's up, Dale? <laughs> Hell yeah. What's going on? We're going to be bringing y'all comics from the Crack em Up Comedy uh, show in the belly room inside the Comedy Store. Uh, coming down, blazing the stage. We got one of our regulars here already that I didn't even want to talk to. He walked in the room before we started recording and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I won't be talking to him unless the camera and the audio is rolling because this guy is hilarious. Hey, hey let's bring yeah, it. Let's bring it. Hey, what's good? What's good, Dale? What's good, man? What's up? Here we are. Here we are. That's right. Here we are. Uh, Cal and Willie both have their phone. I just want y'all to know that they're not paying attention to Jack I'm talking about because yeah. they're so into their Instagram stories. I got like 13 followers that count on me. <laughs> like, my 13 count. I don't know what life was like without before my phones for real. And I'm, I'm older. Like, I remember not having phones, but mm-hmm. it's like my son now has zero idea what it would be like to do anything like that. You know who else also has zero idea? Cal Hamilton right here. He never gets off his phone. I yeah. never. My phone, my hands are like this now. <laughs> I eat sandwiches like this. I pick up drinks like this. I am addicted to phone life. I've seen your Instagram story. You know, the little bars are like, if you have three, it has three bars. Cows be so small, it just looks like one big line. It's like 30 videos. What do you mean videos. by so small? Yeah. I, 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 I like... I, I, I like I, I like the people that watch what everybody do, you know, see what they're not doing, see what we're doing, because that's all it is. You know? Willie is showing me an These example of what These lines up here at the very is. top is how many stories people have, and you see that, and it goes around. What? Oh. Cal has maybe 30 of them. Cal has 45 stories a day, huh? What? Yeah, you know I don't have do. 45. I don't <laughs> even do that much in life. First of all, Cal is creating a story right now right as now, we speak. Right now, we're live, baby. Okay. I want this to be live. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Live. Are you connected to the Wi-Fi? I am not. I got. I See, got data. I got met- data. I got. Shout out to Metro. Uh, oh. <laughs> unlimited data lasts. Metro a PCS. Long. Hey, you know, no, Metro Bus. I, I do everything. Metro Bus, PCS. <laughs> Wait, if they got chewing gum, Metro gum, like. Hey. <laughs> Hell yeah. So, uh, so I know Cal, guys. Uh, Cal is moved to Los Angeles hey. two and a half years ago from Ohio. Cincinnati in the building. Represented a sense out here doing the uh, the roast battle. You become a regular at the roast oh, battle. Yeah. How did it go last night? Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. It was uh, so dope because I battled did you battle? Andrew Ryan Fox from Canada. Um, that's what made it even better because what happened, you know, and sorry for everybody who lost somebody in Vegas, you know, that was sad. That's what was going on, like, in that room. Mm-hmm. It was like, Cal, America needs you now. Like, I got y'all. Like, uh, I had to win. Yeah. I had no choice. I had, I was in that ring, and I like when I'm in the ring because I can fight. Right. Not with my hands, but my words are deadly if I, if I know how to create them. 
I like it. Okay, so basically this guy is dead right now, huh? Is that what you're saying? He he went back to Canada, you know. <laughs> <laughs> he was an illegal immigrant. They saw he lost. Like, oh, you ain't doing you're not doing nothing <laughs> in the USA. Yeah. Your your jokes is like the Canadian dollar. Once you cross the border, it's not worth nothing. Yeah. You know, that's how he was. Uh-huh. But shout out to Andrew Ryan Fox for being a good participant. That was my uh second roast I won. I'm on a good streak. So um uh-huh. Yeah, second Excuse me to say, you know, people just in Hollywood, feel free to just drop a line and promote yourself at any time. Oh, you can't have to drop, you know, Yeah, why are we here? Yeah, follow, follow, follow me, follow me, please, please. My probation officer knows I'm doing this, and it's a recommendation. She got more followers than me, so I need this. Because when I go in and see her every month, it's not funny, you know, she's like, you got 18 followers. Um, but follow me at Cal on Instagram, Cal, K-A-L, Cal with a K, Hamilton, and then pop up Cal Hamilton Comedy everywhere. Just Google Cal Hamilton, K-A-L, and then Hamilton. There it is. What's the, what's, what's, what's the plan, Cal? Where, where, where are we going five years from now, man? Five years? What, what brought you out here and now? Like, give me the past. Oh, I like these questions. Present mm-hmm. and five years. Uh, Although he won't uh, be able to answer sufficiently, it, guys, it, he no, still has no, up no, on the no, phone. no. I'm about to uh, answer. In, fi- in five years, in five years, the way stuff is going, and you know, I think, I think only you know your hustle. Mm-hmm. I think only you know what you could do. Uh, it is a marathon, but some people run fast. Yeah. You know, some people run. You know, it's just different what you want. In five years, I plan to call Dell and Willie and say, "Hey, man, I need y'all." in this movie. Not to get picked up, but this is the movie. Yeah. It's already picked up. Yeah. Okay. I, I, like, even if it's not me, I want to put people in positions. I feel like out here, you put people in positions, you know, like, both you guys. Y'all are prime examples of what I'm trying to become. Yeah. You know, y'all are comics and the grind. Hey, God. Hey. Here it is. From one Westerner <laughs> to the next one coming in. Hi. Shondalia White yes. is on the How's mic. How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> What's up, people? Just so y'all know, shout out to Nishara Murdoch, who yes. is running up Hello. and down the stairs, keeping herself yes. fantastic looking. Oh, uh-huh. no. You're getting all the exercise. Thank you. Exercise. Thank yeah. you. I was running around, and the beautiful Shondalia came. So I was like, you got to come down. Oh, yeah. So this is a Surprise for her. Yes, so, I'm totally surprised. But I saw Dale. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> and make sure I'll, I'll be back. But make sure you ask her about her martial arts. Oh, yes, okay, I do. Sure what? I do. Let me find out your Armenian boot. Got you in all type Girl, of martial arts. He, he, he doesn't, but he like he should be fearing for his life now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, tell us about it. Tell us um, about how you I got into doing, it. Uh, Krav Maga, uh, really because of Trump. Um, I'm being for real. Okay. <laughs> I told y'all some blackness is about to pop off. Did I tell y'all that? You did. Man, I, like for real, like uh, real talk, I like started doing Krav Maga last year because once Trump started running uh, and he won, people were attacking comedians. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I cannot, I can't curse on here, right? Yes, you can. Oh, I like, so I was like, fuck this. You know what I mean? And I signed up for Krav Maga. I was like, this gave me a reason. And now I'm an orange belt, and I'm working on my green belt right now. So so how does it, how's the belt work? You go from orange to green no, to brown? No, you go from uh, uh, yellow to orange to green to blue to brown to black. Okay. And it's different degrees of, like, 
the green belt, you know, like the different degrees of the brown belt, like until you get, you know, different degrees. Is of it black a time belt. span or does it go by like skill level? It's it's kind of both. I mean, it's if you don't have the skill, <laughs> it's gonna be a long time it. if you don't you have know, the skill. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be a long ride. Like, so is it like a mixture of a certain it type is. of? It uh, is. So Krav Maga is an Israeli military defense. Okay. Uh, it was. It's basically you're coming at the martial arts from a defensive standpoint. So you aren't looking for a fight. It's more of like if you're in a confrontation, that means it was by many any means necessary. Now it's like gorilla. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's you go for it. It's like. Every every martial arts, you're right. So it's kind of like MMA okay. in a sense, but not where I, not from an offensive standpoint. Nice. Shout out to Leah. I caught you in the bathroom upstairs one day, you know, and I saw her by the mirror. I didn't know what she was doing, but I heard her be like, dang your son, you know, and uh, I thought something was peculiar then, but. <laughs> and you never called her Wax out on. on. She's like, Wax on. She's no, I didn't want to get chopped in the neck. <laughs> She's like, I was whooping somebody. <laughs> so you were doing that in the in the bathroom. <laughs> you was already practicing. Uh-huh. Wow. I, I, you know, no, I just look, I'm gonna go Willie I'm is thinking along, I'm gonna go along with it, yeah. Okay. Like how you know you know I'm gonna just say yes and uh, hey. don't, don't push me still. You that, know I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> I'm not a good influence. <laughs> I was I, I started to notice that you all was looking back and forth. I'm like, oh this must I fell into this trap of a story. You did, uh, you did a good job, Dale. Thanks so much. You know? <laughs> I try to seamlessly transition back and forth from lie to truth to lie to truth. Okay? Yeah. Um, so tell us more about yourself. I know uh, I looked to it's your set, um, and you said you was getting married to an Armenian boo. Let's yes, let's yes. hear how that I'm happened. Thank you. Guys, Thank congratulations. You. Yeah. Black men, the black men want to know what's up, girl. It, you know what? I think it's so funny because black women do ask me. They're like, "How is it?" Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, it's just like anything else. It's not really any different. The only difference is, I would say, I think, uh, I feel like as black people, we're a little more animal. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. We're a, a little, little more, more animal. How? <laughs> Sexually? Yeah. I think okay. we're just that way. Um, just more than uh, us and Compared Latinos. to how are the Armenians? They're like, they're like. I guess they they can be animals too, but it's not as they're just we're just aggressive, you know. Us and uh, Latinos, I want to say, are much more aggressive. That's, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? First of all, just as a no, people. I don't know what you mean because I haven't been on a United Nations world tour. <laughs> well, I have, with my JJ. I have. <laughs> She's like I do everything brown with good hair, <laughs> guys. That's my brown. mission. Okay, all, all brown. <laughs> I discriminate. Uh, yeah. I dated, I dated Latinos. Black, I dated a lot of black people. Of course, I'm from Flint. So I dated, that's what's there. Yeah. <laughs> Flint. That water has influenced her vagina, uh, yeah. guys. It really has. In a good way. <laughs> yeah, in a good way. In a good way. It's sad they still don't have clean it's water up there. That's crazy. It really is. Oh, my. <laughs> Willie drinks some water as he talks I know, about like, Flint not having mm, clean water. And our Flint, you have made our cat. Thirsty, just <laughs> just talking about your water. Man, it's a it's a mess. I mean, and, and they have to they have to redo the whole structure. But really, they've had the mo- uh, the money to do it. They just don't want to do it. It's like the Michigan government has been corrupt for years. Oh yeah. So, 
And then I saw the story of the black mayor, Kwame. Yeah, Kwame. I used to teach his kids art. Really? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I saw that story, girl. Oh, Wait, what's God. the story? Okay, well, it was like this black mayor, and he was like an ex-football player. and He, like, uh, he was the mayor of Detroit, and um, he ended up, oh, he ended up uh, going to, um, to jail, prison, basically. Basically, because he overtook the system. He was having parties at the mansion, at the yeah. mayor's mansion. Then there was a stripper that came that had found, that they had found dead when she had uh, testified, and, and then yeah. they asked yeah, the well, assistant. Oh, he was, he was getting his Donald Trump on in the office. Well, <laughs> 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 well you know, uh, real quick, uh, super plug, I'll be on, I will look. Can I plug? Yeah, yeah please okay. do. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this, but I'm totally about to say it on this podcast. But oh, I'll be really, on. Really quick. Okay. I'll, okay, <laughs> Say it and okay. roll out. I'll be on American Horror Story on October 17th. So, Woo! On FX. And let us know your IG, Twitter. Yes, uh, at Shondalia White is black. I spell it out. S-H-O-N-D-A-L-I-A White, like the color. That's out on Instagram and Twitter. You can hit me on my Facebook fan page, Shondalia White Fans. All my shows, all the stuff I'm up to, and uh, if the episode really gonna air. <laughs> ah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Give it up for Shondalia, y'all. Yeah. Good, wholesome black spirit <laughs> with a black name to match. <laughs> <laughs> I love you are so beautiful. I love Thank her so you. much. Have a good one. Thank I love you. talking to Shondalia. <laughs> she always has the most lighthearted spirit. You yeah, know? always smiling. Um, who is next? Always smiling. Okay, I gotta jump you in there. I'm not saying. Jack after this, okay? <laughs> I need you to be jumped in there. Um, right. Did you do the Four to Dick Challenge? The, no, I I thought to do it. Here's what messed me up with... There's certain, like, challenges and things that I want to do, but I know since I have a few commercials on there, if I do do those things... You're not going to be as wholesome. I'm not going to be as wholesome because I know they are checking, like, my social medias at all times. Before they, like... Uh, for a lot of people that don't know if y'all trying to act or whatever, they will, before they hire you for a gig, they check your social media to make sure that you're the type of person they want their brand represented by. So for those wow. people that's out there talking about all these negative things and F Trump and all this other stuff or whatever. Oh my God. I got a whole account to delete. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get hired. Yeah, so uh, well it depends on the brand. Like certain ones do, because I know uh when I was I did this sprint one and um when I was on set, they was like, Yeah, uh, so when's your next show? And I was like, Oh, you only know about me and my shows because I must have said it on social media. We this is our first time talking. These are the agency people. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Okay. So guys, um, just all of my friends right now, just start deleting those last seventeen videos. Yeah. So you can get you a nice wholesome commercial. Okay. That's what it is. So what you got going on, Dale? Oh, uh, just I'm uh, gonna be at Flappers tomorrow. Nice. Thursday and Friday with Maranzio Vance. Uh huh. And uh, and I'm really looking forward to it because I'm hosting there, and uh, I never hosted at Flappers before. But you know, I like hosting. I like like coming to the stage with nothing to talk about, spotting something to talk about, and yeah. then just taking it from there with all the other stuff that I've already contrived. Um, oh, I met Nichelle. Somebody just asked me how did I meet Nichelle. First of all, I met Nichelle. 
I think 10 years ago, when I first started coming to Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, I worked for United Airlines at the time yeah. when I first started comedy. Okay. Okay, and you know, we would have buddy passes, and when I just tell you, oh my God, if you ever thought about working for an airline, y'all, just to get free flights, just please get another job that will pay you double of what they'll pay you so you can take a regular flight because that is abuse when you do standby. You oh, know what I'm yeah. saying? Have you ever done standby? My, my, I have two of my younger brothers. They uh, work at Southwest, and they put me down as their companion oh, okay. so I can uh, fly for you free. You lucky. Where's your other brother at? I need him. He, uh, the, oh, my, my God. Now he, my, uh, there's, four, there's five of us. Okay. So uh, two of them work at Southwest. So two of us are each other's companions on for Southwest. <sighs> All this black privilege, guys. But you're right. That standby is like a mess. Like you have to make sure you have a day or two ahead and after where you're trying to go to free up. Yes, and they're and let me just tell you, they're pissed off when you check on the status. Yeah. Okay, don't come to the counter talking about, hi, did y'all call standby? Back of the line, uh-huh. back of the line. Okay. Um. So anyway, so I was coming out here years ago uh, when I worked for United Airlines, and um, I forget who hooked me up with Nichelle to like get a spot over here, mm-hmm. but I remember I came and did a spot. Tony Baker was hosting, and um, I was I went up last. And there was one person that came to the show, well, that stayed at the show, not came to the show. The show was cracking up front. Like, I mean, you know how, like, the first show be, like, 100,000 people up in there. And Uh when I got on stage, it was the last person. And and I did not care. I was so happy to be at the comedy store, like, finally, like, getting on stage. My one friend had flown from San San Francisco Uh to L.A. to see me. And I was like, oh, I don't want to let her down. And then when I first when I came out here, I was like, I gotta host, I gotta host crack, you know, I gotta host crack up, not knowing that, you know, uh, only one other woman had host before. I just was so used to New York mm-hmm. where, you know, everybody just like volunteers themselves naturally, it, no matter who room it is, they'll come in there and be like, oh, you need to get me to host this shit. I'll do, you know, so. And then boom, they'll let you boom. host. That's how they. Not they'll let you host, but they'll consider you because you want to host. Right. You know, and not a lot of people want to host. Yeah. Um. So anyway, so that's how we got started hosting. I don't know how I met Nichelle. It, it was about 10 years ago. And we just developed a friendship just even outside of any, all of this. But anyways, let's bring up our next person. Um, here we go, bringing them in. Just a boarding mission when you saw somebody else. Who we got? No, you know what it is? It's Max. Max makes me nervous. Oh. Like, Max will sit here and throw up this sign, and he'll do all these hand signals, and it just throws me completely off. Then I see Black Max back there. Yeah. Um, we just got two very good-looking black males, in addition to the good-looking black male that I was hosting with, <laughs> Willie Mack. Um, Nichelle is just really trying to tempt, tempt me tonight, guys. Of course. Um, with Akeem. Akeem is editor and director. Hello, hello. And, uh, singer Youngblood, and, uh... Go ahead and say hello. How you doing? How you doing? Because he just looking like he ready to croon and bust out some Johnny Gill. You know. Um, how y'all doing today? Man, we're doing great. That's great. 
Welcome to Cracking Up Comedy Podcast. Y'all looking real nervous. You know, a little bit. I, I, I was coming upstairs I just, I just and went. want to get a beer, yeah. get some laughs in. We was here for moral support. Uh-huh. Y'all okay. was, y'all, so y'all was on your way to get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, yes. <laughs> and Michelle was like, two famous people. Oh, I need y'all downstairs right now. Okay, that's it. There we are. Where are you um, all from? I'm from San Diego. Okay. Originally, I'm from, oh, geez, here we go. Oh, there's always a story behind it. I'm from this little, very small town called Corcoran, California, but I've been in L.A. since 94. You know about Corcoran? Yeah, I, I, I was just in Corcoran uh, last July. No, you don't know about Corcoran. I, I, Visiting someone in the prison? That's very weird, yes. Yeah, yeah, that, that is weird. That is weird. That Corcoran is known for either prison or YMCA classes. Six hours north? It's the farming capital of California. Now, you know what? If I don't say this, I am also, by way of Cleveland, Ohio, my dad, if he listens to this, he's going to kill me. We're not saying Cleveland. I love Cleveland. It's my home away from home. Mm-hmm. Because your daddy know you didn't got out here with Hollywood. That's what it is. Yeah, that's where it's at. You forgot your roots. <laughs> What's the most Hollywood thing that you do that people from, like, home would be like, what? Like, for me, it's avocados. I'm from St. Louis. So when I brought an avocado to St. Louis, my homeboys was like, Willie, you you go in Hollywood because you eat, what, what is this? They, they had no idea what an avocado was because they don't sell them in the grocery stores around and like where I'm from in St. Louis. So that's that's my Hollywood item that I have. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Besides ignore where you're from, what uh, Hollywood thing you do? I wear sandals. You wear sandals? I wear sandals. What kind though? Is it the flip flops? Because that's the one that that's the one people from like the Midwest will get on you about. If you wear the flip flops, like if you wear the basketball sandals or like the Jordan ones, like you see the people wear those with like the socks and stuff like that. What kind of sandals? Are they the Birkenstocks? No, no, no. But they're they're definitely (laughs) flip flops. Uh, San Diego grew up there. Um, Every day out to the beach. Oh, okay. Cause you, you know, you got the Jesus sandal look. You know what I'm saying? Oh, thank you. The uh, the goatees. You know, um, guys. Let me just describe him for you. If you if if you saw a modern day version of what Moses would look like, okay? If Moses was from San Diego and his family had a little bit of money, and Moses was smoking weed, going to the beach every day, and supposed to leading the people, that's Akeem right there, guys. Okay, King of Zamunda, Zamunda. San Diego, that is. <laughs> <laughs> What's the Hollywood thing that you have? Well, you know, it's funny because when you talked about, like, the country setting, I'm from that. So when I came out here, my thing was I had on boots, cowboy boots. So that was different. Yeah. They didn't see us with cowboy boots, and I got a lot of looks like, what is he doing? I like that. I but, was. Uh-huh. But I kept that going. I still got my Wrangler on, but now I'm just doing it with Chucks. Hey. Oh, shut up. You the way with Hollywood with some but Chucks. I'm still grasping onto my roots. Yeah. You know, so. Uh huh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was that guy that when I first came out here, I was wearing like 
the fake gator dress shoes with the baggy jean, jeans on. Like, that was my thing. And right. somebody had to tell me, like, I don't know what part of the country country you're from. Mm. We don't wear that in L.A. <laughs> Quickly. Changed yeah, my yeah. whole life. L.A. will make your self-esteem low, you know, if you're not, if you're not careful. And your bank account. You know, you got you to gotta keep up. And your what? bank account. Oh, it's that's right. if your self-esteem is high, too. It'll still be low. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, back to you with the with the cowboy boots on. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You got your cowboy boots on. You're what age? I'm at, I'm 45 right now. No, no, no. Uh, oh. Well, not right now. We're what age with your first cowboy boots? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Guys. Junior high school. Junior high school. Junior high. Ten yeah. years old with your with your it's cowboy, cowboy boots. Cowboy yeah. boots on. What song were you singing then? Well, you know what's funny? Because I wasn't into country music. I was only into like the soul music, but I liked the look of where we were, you know, because next door we had a, a a farm and we helped, you know, build hay. So we had on the, the gear. So okay. we just wore it to school and then it just became part of our daily wear. Okay. So when I moved out to LA, I had on my daily wear. What was your first song in LA? You sang in public? Um, Donnie Hathaway. Donny Hathaway, uh, you know we're gonna need to hear a little yeah, bit of it. It was a Donny Hathaway song. It was called "Giving Up," and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, you know, whenever I audition, this is the song I do. This is the song I do." And so that was uh, that was my first song out here. We got Simon Cowell right here. <laughs> Let's hit it. Oh, 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 we on the spot, buddy. You gotta do it. Uh, need some water. <laughs> we wanna hear it. Oh, uh, okay. Here we go. Uh, you ready? Yes. Yeah, come on, man. All right. Just, you know, a little nervous, but there we go. Giving up is hard to do when you really love someone. Giving up is so hard to do when you Still depend upon her warm and tender touch, her kiss and her Ooh, that used to mean so much and bring you happiness. He was about to go two more hours if I had to say it. Give him a, you just made it to Akeem next film. I just want you to know. Please tell people where they can find you um, online. You can find me on iTunes under uh, Chris Youngblood. You can find me on Nimbit Music under uh, Mr. Youngblood, M-I-S-T-A. Youngblood. Okay. Okay. Um, Reverb Nation, all the social media. So, yeah, I'm out there. Okay. I'm out there. Okay. okay. And what about you, Akeem? And you can find me at uh, on Facebook, um, Akeem D. Brown. And, uh, you know, check out some of the films we do. Check and out what's, please tell us about one, uh, one of the films that you're so proud of. Well, you know what? I'm more proud of my TV, uh, multicam, directing, comics, young comics. Right. I, I love to, to make them look good. 
give them something to be proud of and create new shows. So That's awesome. And what show can we see you working on? Uh, oh, can we see your work? You can do crack 'em up comedy. Crack 'em up comedy. So this is this is um, this is Akeem, who's been the director, the editor for a lot of our stuff that you can see on uh, YouTube right now. So um, he's pretty much our. You did uh, the Can of Comedy show. You did cut a couple of commercials for that. Absolutely. And the Wine Glass show. And, and then uh, your uh, your pilot. In the pilot. Mm-hmm. So we're, you know, testing out uh, different stuff. And then also with you being an editor and you've had your experience working with the oh, different... Oh, boy. Uh, editing, that's a, that's a whole other thing. Yeah. Started editing um, at uh, Comic View. Uh, wow. I've been editing comedy for, wow, coming 16 years? Wow. Nice. I've seen, seen a lot of comics. And so, and so with that being said, when you see, since you've edited a lot of television, a lot of comedy for television, um, stand-up, uh, we recently had a showcase here for All Deaf Comedy with, um, for HBO. Mm-hmm. And so do you have any advice for the comedians who are preparing for their stand-up set on television? Um, get used to actually speaking into just past your audience and, and just some, somehow try to reach your your audience that's actually viewing you. Uh, a lot of comics will still speak with their head down, uh, looking at the crowd versus their audience. Um, it's, it's important that they also understand pacing. A lot of them walk around really fast and so the camera guy can't keep up with them. So then we're forced to do a wide shot, and that takes the, the intimate factor uh, away from the piece. So you kind of want them up close, just a little bit. So slow your pace down. It's, it's completely different than doing a, a live act. Oh, wow. It, I'm so glad you asked that question. And I'm so glad you gave that explanation because you know what? You can get actually cut from a show when your pacing is too fast. You know, you think about that Meek from New York having that rapid fire, you know, because in New York, you don't have a lot of time. Everybody's like, what? Get to it. Uh, The show already started late. Mm. So you're you're under this pressure. And when you get on television, they don't have a place that can specifically cut you. You know, it's like this joke runs into that joke, but if you only got three minutes, then they have to cut that whole joke because yep. it needs that other part. Mm-hmm. So I'm so glad you said that too because you sometimes you look at people who are cast on shows and you be like that whack shit. What is going on? But it, what it is 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 their slow pacing. They can actually see the joke from there Correct. and they can add in a laugh track, which is fucked up for the real comedians <laughs> hey, that hey, are making hey, people hey, laugh. Laugh tracks save you know? everything. It does uh, save yeah, everything. I, I make I make anybody funny. Guys, just. <laughs> plan on bombing at your next audition just go as slow as you need to go and then after that they'll add a laugh track and boom you're on the show okay looking that, amazing yeah looking are you, amazing are you more of a fan of single camera or multi-camera mm. and for those that are listening that don't know the difference single camera is more like your atlanta shows where you have all of that multi-camera is like we have a studio audience and you hear all the laughter and stuff like that um Wow, okay, so creatively, I like the challenge of multicam because you have to be really organized. Not to say you don't with the single cam, it's just a different type of organization. I have to be, I have to see three cameras 
can slightly look into the future when you're, di when you're directing. Yeah. I can, I can tell where you're about to go and cut to that camera. Um, and, but the single cam, that's storytelling, man. You can't get better than that. That's where it started. Yeah. The single cam is storytelling. Single cam is storytelling. It almost kind of gives like that little documentary. Yeah. It's like the yeah. home that has a camera and we just happen to edit it together. Right. Without it's... it being an actual documentary. Oh, okay. Um, guys, this is editor talk, just so you know. Willie is also an editor. Yeah, I'm on. And Youngblood is in here, um, you know, keeping the good Hollywood smile going. <laughs> Because he doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about either, okay? But you know what's cool, though? Since Akeem's been doing this, it helps me. I look at TV differently now, mm -hmm. you know? And I'm, I'm looking at different camera angles, stuff that I never even thought to look at, you know? And I hear him talking about it. I'm coming down, I've seen him work. And uh, it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing how you could, you could take something like that and create a whole different picture for someone to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. And they're doing it every every day on on reality shows and yeah, everywhere. You know, they're yeah. really manipulating the story. Well, not manipulating. That's a bad word. But like they're really um, guiding the story based on the shots that right. they choose. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so you see somebody who is a villain in the story, and they're you know when you interview them, they're like, that is not how it happened. You know, but they're, right. they're somebody's got to be the villain. Right. Right. The villain is always the most popular person. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's like the that they never wanted, but that you want it anyway yeah. because it's going to make you some money because people are going to keep you on the show, you know, right. when you're a villain. Right. When people so. used to ask me what I did for a living, because I used to edit for Discovery and Lifetime Movie Networks, I used to say, I edit lives for a living because that's what it is. We, it was we, we were franking by, you could be talking to me, but I can make it look like you're talking to him. Then you switch that music up. Depending on the music, I can either make it a drama, slow it out a little bit. Right. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you guys, on Lifetime, he was making it sad every time. <laughs> There's no happiness on that network. <laughs> it is not. And Lifetime is also not for men at all. <laughs> Hold on. Max, what are these hand signals? Yeah, I was Did trying to decipher them. I was like, does that mean uh, you got five seconds? <laughs> oh. That's your gang signs? <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, all right. It, it was like this. You, you saw him? Yeah. yeah. He's like, it's Corcoran, baby. It's Corcoran out here. It's <laughs> <laughs> Guys, first of all, I'm so, um, I really apologize for prematurely um, asking you for your information before I even got into what your film and what you did at Keen because I did the Crack Up Comedy TV with you, yes, TV I pilot remember. with you. And um, and guys, my memory, just so you know, this is no disrespect to Akeem. I smoked so much weed <laughs> that I can't remember shit, okay? Sprint, thanks so much, Sprint. I hope you like weed because I need a commercial. Thanks so much, guys, because hey. I have Sprint. Okay? Um, tell everybody where we can find uh, You can find me on Facebook, Akeem D. Brown. That's A-K-I-E-M-D Brown. And, uh, yeah, check out my work. Yeah, guys. And uh, we're going to find Mr. Youngblood crooning Donnie Hathaway in the hallway. That's right. He's That's got right. these some kind of color eyes to mesmerize the ladies still. <laughs> okay? So, um, and his, actually, his baby mama is waiting for him right on the hallway, guys. <laughs> we'll see you next time, guys. All right. Thanks hey, so real, much. Real quick, one more time where they can find you. You can find me on Nimbit Music at Mr. Youngblood. You can find me on iTunes under Chris Youngblood. 
or you can uh, go to the next stepper set and hear my music played over the, for the steppers. Okay. Like I love the steppers. Thank you all. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. Step, step, side to side. All right, yeah. y'all. Thank y'all so much. Thank you. Good Thank one. you. Good night. Say his his thing is Mr. Youngblood, huh? Mr. On the porch trying to shape Mr. <laughs> that was a color purple reference, guys. For the people who remember. I caught it. You caught it. Oh yeah. Because me and Willie just like thank right. you Have so a good much. One, man. Thank hey. you so much. Enjoyed I'm you so much. You. Hey, take care. I'm gonna check it out. I keep Definitely. I love you so thank you so much, I keep. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I love y'all. Yes indeed. No. Willie over here getting the the editor talk. We're gonna have to get Woo! My girl is in the building. First of all, y'all, let oh me just God. tell you, this girl is so freaking crazy. You're yes. crazy. <laughs> why, why is there a xylophone in here? There's a fucking children's It's for xy- you. It's for you. <laughs> okay, every time you about to cut out the bullshit, I'm going to bust one of them. Yeah. I love that. I used to have the same xylophone. And I would, when guys would come over to my apartment, that would be my foreplay. I would play oh, the xylophone. Guys get really hard when you play the xylophone. They Did do? You know? Oh, my God. Yeah. Let me stop doing that because I don't want Willie's girlfriend to come beat me hey. up. I've been Listen, here. guys okay? can't control themselves with the xylophone. <laughs> I'm drunk. Let's see how many times I can say xylophone. All right. First of all, um, Kate Quigley is in the building, y'all. Okay, if you don't know her, you should know her. She's an improv regular. She actually was the host of the AVN Awards two years ago, right? That's true. Last year. Oh, last year. Yeah. In 2016. I think so. Yes. Okay. Yes, guys. 2016. 2016. It aired in 2017. It's very confusing. It is. Yes. You know how TV is. Yes. You make something and like five years later it yes. comes out. And uh-huh. people are like, way to go. And you're like, what? I'm broke again. Yes. <laughs> I'm broke two weeks after yeah, exactly. the project. It's two so weeks weird. after my, I got the check. Yeah. Because um, I was waiting on it. All right. Let me know. Let the audience know a little bit something about you. And then I got some questions for you because. Something about me. Yes. Um, let's see. All right. Last week, I told Total my car. Did you know I drive a Hyundai and I totaled it in front of the comedy store? The little truck you had? Well, like, it was, a, it like was a SUV. It was okay. a small, a compact, like a kind of like a minivan, but with a little game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Her and swag. Puppy. So I totaled my car, so now I'm riding a bicycle to everything. Like, I rode a bicycle to the Laugh Factory tonight. Three really? miles. Yeah. And I showed up, like, sweaty, and I was like, I need alcohol. I haven't worked out this hard in five years. Like, I feel, I, I don't know what's going on with my life right now. Mm. What happened with the total? You not, you can't just let that information out, and we don't know what's you know what happens, guys? Let me say something. Everyone <laughs> talks about being responsible and not drinking and driving. And when I did that, I came to the comedy store and I stayed sober and I totaled my car. So I say that's a fucking uh, mistake. What? Uh, you totaled your shit sober? Yes, the one time I was like, I'm going to drive so that I can be responsible and wake up sober and, ha- you know, have a have a day where I'm, like, alert and aware and I don't need Adderall. And then I totaled my whole car. And now the guy's suing me for personal injury. I shouldn't be airing, airing my dirty laundry. <laughs> this is what's going on with my life. So people are messaging me, like, they're like, oh, I'm watching you on MTV, and congratulations on your success. And I'm like, I'm at the 99 cent store, and I have no car because I bicycled here. So calm Uh, down. It's so amazing how people outside of L.A. just have zero idea what we, what you go through. Yeah. 
like like the MTV. Like you'll see you on something like that. And and people also, let me tell you all who's listening, there's a difference between union and non-union and these other different type oh, of gigs. Yeah. You'll see somebody for a split second, but they'll only made maybe $150 for that day. People don't realize that fame comes first and then money comes way later. Way later. I love all those dummies. <laughs> like you could be so famous and have zero dollars in your bank account. I mean, I don't even have health insurance. When I totaled my car, the paramedics were like, Do you want to go to the hospital? I'm like walking in circles. I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm good. Because I don't want to pay for ambulance ride. So that's the reality. People oh, don't realize. My but God. I get it. I get it because I remember being in Ohio and being like, I just want to be in a movie on TV. I don't care how. I don't care what happens. Yes. And when I got here, I would do extra work. And I would think, like, if I could just get on camera in the background, I made it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. And then people would watch that and go, I saw you on The Office. You were in the background. I'd be like, yeah, bitch, I'm <laughs> broke, but I made it. Like, that's what I'm you really think when you there. come here. Because you got to have so much self-pump up. Yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, guys, shit is going to be fucking happening when you move to this town. And what I'm telling you, like, when I first moved here, and I love L.A., and I've never, like, been one of those people that's like, it's taking a while to get used to it. Like, I loved it immediately. Okay, but let me just tell you, I loved it through the fucking bed bugs that I got. The total car, my, I was driving my aunt's brand new car. Uh, she had a brand new Camaro and and, uh, and some guy ran a light and totaled her fucking car. No. Yes. Oh. My aunt's car while I'm driving. Oh, Luckily, shit. there was no cell, I didn't even have a cell phone in there so they couldn't be like, oh, it was a cell phone or, you know, they couldn't just, like, dispute it but when I tell you, but you must be going through some shit when you're trying to, you know, Dude, when you're trying to be famous. The, the cell phone thing is crazy because I'm addicted to my phone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to lie, like, I've had this accident I just had. I was not on my phone. But 90% of the time when I've hit someone, I'm on my phone. Uh-huh. So now I'm riding my bike. And it's and everyone's like, that's so dangerous. I'm like, no, because I'm not on my phone. Yeah. Like, yes. it's actually safer for me because it's the only time I don't check my phone is when I'm bicycling. Like, I'm like, I don't want to Die, yeah, uh-huh. you know? yeah, because you can die in LA. Yeah, I hit someone, and uh, this is maybe like 10 years ago. Hit someone here in LA, and I took their contact information down, and they knew I didn't have any money or insurance. And they and they told me that once they uh, once I get my life together, yeah, I can come back and uh, find them what? and give them some money for the dent Shut that I put up. in their car. Really? And what millionaire did you run into? No, it was the person wasn't even a millionaire. They had a, they had a mini they had a minivan, but they was already in a rush to leave anyway. And I still to this day have that uh, license plate number and her name down. And I was like, once I get my stuff fully together, Willie I will ain't never paid that lady her money after all these commercials. Sometimes people are cool, man. <laughs> I hit a girl one time in LA. This chick was so dope. I hit her. I felt so bad. I rear-ended her. I mean, no one was going that fast, but. Like, I felt so bad. Uh She gets out the car. She's like, 
it's okay, I did this to someone last week, I get it. And I was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, it's cool. I go, if I can pay you out of pocket for this, let me know. I don't want to go through my insurance. I don't want my insurance to go up. She's like, okay, yeah. She gave me a hug. And then she added me on like social media. She's like, oh my what? God, you're so funny. And then she was like, don't even worry about it. And I was like, what the fuck? Like this girl was an angel. So now I give her free tickets. Anytime I have a show anywhere, I'm like, however many free tickets you want. <laughs> for life. Like anything you want. You want me to go down on you? I'm not a lesbian. I will do it. Like anything. Just don't go to my insurance company, please. <laughs> Just don't go to my please. insurance company. I will. Oh, <laughs> It's crazy. This town is hilarious. Though. It is hilarious. And speaking of hilarious, um, uh, have you found someone online yet? Because I know in your act you talk about all of the online dates. Please I, tell us about one story. All right. I, I date online. I kind of stopped using, like, the Bumble Tinder stuff only because people look me up, and then the, it's like they know too much before. Because they watch my act, and then they're like, oh, I already know she has a lazy boob, and she's crazy, and, like, all this stuff. So now I, I, I go after guys. I've become, like, the chaser. But I'll tell you when that happened. This just happened. I probably shouldn't share this. Whatever. I did. I'm, a huge, I'm a huge Rams fan, mm -hmm. the football team. I go to like all the games. And the other night, I'm at the um, I'm at another comedy club, and Todd Gurley was there. He's do you know who he is? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who she he is. She doesn't know. He's like the star running back for the Rams, but also like one of the like he's the second highest scoring dude in the NFL right and now. And real quiet about it too. Yeah, real? that's what's crazy. So I meet him. I did not believe it was him. Like, you know how annoying people are when they meet a celebrity? And they're like, you can't really be you. You can't be you. you can't. I said that to him like eight times. Then I finally asked him for a photo. And then, he, you know, we hung out. We actually ended up going bowling. A whole bunch of us. It was weird. Johnny Mansell was there. It was such a weird night. There were all these NFL guys at this comedy club in, like, the hood. It wasn't, like, a nice comedy club, like, here at the comedy store where we are now. Of course. But, uh, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because... One of the other, some other Rams dude was there, and I didn't even know. And he DM'd me, and he's real cute, and he invited me to the game. So now, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I mean, I, I'm not saying I would fuck a Ram, but, like, for, for season passes, I would probably fuck a Ram. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, in Rams. I'm on Rams territory now. Guys. I, I shouldn't it. have said that. Guys, guys. Listen, I drank too much. First of all, this story. He's this 80. story. <laughs> it lets me know that you can be famous, guys. Okay? Either you're going to host the AB Awards or you're going to wind up fucking a Ram. Either way, people will know who you are. Okay? That's oh, what yeah. it is. I will fuck Rams, sheep, <laughs> goats, horses. Is, come at me. Long All in. to get on top. Kate, tell people where they can find you next. Uh, follow me at Kate Q Funny on all my social media, and uh, I'll try to be sober next time I come. <laughs> I love you guys. I love hey, you guys. Thank you so much. Love you back. That Woo! was Kate Quigley over here, attracting ramp. You know what? You do got the Rams wife look. Oh, shit. You know, the blonde hair, her boobs are not too big. Oh, stop. Her butt matches hey, her boobs. My boobs are, are fairly large. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, nice. <laughs> Willie, let me find out. Willie, you know what? Willie is turning into the bad boy we thought he was. No, no, not at all. He just commented on KQ's boobs. Well, she she pointed it out. I pointed it out. But she pointed it out first because she, she talked really about nice. the lazy boob. Uh-huh. So it's like, I'm already trying not to look. But when someone says, like, don't look at my eyes, like... 
I gotta look at y'all. <laughs> so that's what that's where it messed me up. Then when I heard the second boob conversation, I'm like, ah, oh, okay, fine, I'll look. Damn it, I'll look. So, damn it, I didn't want to, but damn it, I have to look. I have to look. <laughs> so girls aren't like that. We don't have to be we don't be like, I had to look at his dick. You know, we don't care. Oh, oh my god! Hey. Y'all got a xylophone in this Oh bitch? my god, we got the xylophone oh, in this. This is like the god. dopest prop to have. It's a motherfucking xylophone. First like, of all, I'm sorry, we're what? Can you go right? Ah, <laughs> rail battle. You know when people get on Superior Donuts, hey. they just Relax. come in here. You got bumped, nigga. <laughs> so just come in the room and shit. <laughs> Bumped you. They just come in here. They just come in here. TV star ass. We're gonna take extra long. Get let get move over, Matt. God damn it, Matt. Shit. First of all, we got Matt Richards and Rail Battle in the building. Two yeah, of yeah. my homies are like yeah, yeah, crazy. Girl. Listen, let me tell you something. Represent DC and yeah, New York City. Let me City. tell you something. I love Dell so much. <laughs> Willie, I don't really care for How much you love Dell? I love Dell so much. Rail. I love Dell so much. I would Rail. eat things off of her. Let me tell you something. When I, when I, first, saw him, when I first saw him on the BET reality show called uh, Real World Psych College Edition, <laughs> I said, I, I don't like that nigga with the afro and the turtleneck. Damn. Well, he had cornrows at the time, right? He was, I, no, I had an afro. My fr- I had an afro. He was he was doing backflips to impress women. He was, he was I was that dude. But Dale, I've always loved me some Dale. Hey, Dale's amazing. Dale has booked him so many shows in New York that I bombed on. No, you did not. I ain't bombed. When I was here to be like, what? Because you know, it's only a, like one bomb per booking, and then after that, no one wait, no, that. I did your show in the Bronx, and that Jamaican dude wanted to fight me. For what? Uh, what the fuck was the name of that spot? Expression? Yes. But who, when did he want to fight you? During my set. Over what? No, Because no, I no, did no, a Jamaican no, accent, and no, he's no, like, me no like that. No, but me no like that. Me like that. Yankee. He doesn't want to fight you. <laughs> he's strictly expressing himself. Oh. That nigga was. With but the most in, aggressive. In, in, New York, <laughs> in the New York boroughs, you don't get no laughs like you're doing Haitian, Jamaican, West Indian jokes. No, no, not true. that's not true. Well, no, whenever I've, I've been there. No. Well, the thing is, you've been to places that are West Indian based, and okay. so uh, see the thing about the West Indian base is, or Dominican. Weepa! The thing about it is, is the time start. See, okay. when the time start, when the show is supposed to start at ten, and then it starts at eleven thirty, everybody else needs it quick, and they're uh, you know yeah. they're tired, so that's why they need the quick stuff, and that's okay. why you feel like up oh, better bust out some accents, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the quickest thing. I was like, so let me win over that. these Sean. Paul looking but, motherfuckers. Know, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I was like, y'all don't want to hear about taxes. I was looking for Dell, like, just oh. give me the light so I can get well, off stage. Y'all don't want to hear about taxes and birth control, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to educate my people. No, and hey, well, what's the name of this show? I don't know this show. <laughs> What? The hot this, box. It's called this, Willie with the, Willie with the T neck or the oh, with the, with the turtle hey. <laughs> Crack 'em up comedy podcast. You had to read that off the thing. Willie yes, got because I, I want to make sure I get the link. I, I don't even want to fucking have real on here. Nigga, no Willie more, got audition for Shaft two tomorrow. Stop <laughs> he got his it. Outfit on early. Stop it. <laughs> Listen. Who is man? <laughs> Sweating in his turtleneck. I'm not going to do this. Willie, I'm not going to. I'm do this. just talking about Willie. <laughs> They got a gold chain with the blue turtle neck. Um, hey, pause right there. Pause right there. Seventy was the best of times. Worst of times. He walk around looking like a black chin figure. (laughs) 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 Nigga, when is Luke Cage season two come back? I want to play the villain. (laughs) Um, first of all, first of all, 
Rel Battle is not going to let Willie get one word in through this entire oh, podcast. That was funny as fuck. Tell us about, tell us about, tell us a little something about yourself. I know you're from D.C. I'm from D.C. Tell us, uh, first of all, if you don't yes. know, you can catch this guy, Rel Battle, on Superior Donuts. Season yes. two. First of all, I'm, I'm barely on the motherfucker. I got full season. You're scenes. on there. Stop Shut up, it. sweatpants. I'm never, I'm, I'm never, you're on there. I'm never set on the call sheet. Sweatpants. I act slash pick up Katie Seagal's laundry. That's what hey. I I'll pick up everything for a check. <laughs> Fuck out of here. This nigga Matt, this nigga Matt do uh, Nickelodeon, uh, <laughs> Disney. I, had to, I gotta block little kids every day. Little kids fuck with Matt because he do magic. <sighs> Uh, Matt, first of all, Matt is uh, and we slept running with the same things. Woman before. Uh, accidentally. <laughs> what, what, uh-uh. it what, was what woman was that? I didn't know the nigga slept with her. I don't care. I know what? I don't care either. But she, you, he told me she was crazy. I didn't believe him, and then she was crazy. I said, Matt, you're crazy. Don't stop. Whoa. Stop right there. We oh, need to know this. who it is. She, don't, she might. Oh, if she find out we both are on it, she gonna oh, listen. Oh, shit. Don't say her name. And we're safe. She not, I think she's gonna know who. I don't know. Wait, couple, like one girl or something. No, it was a different girl. She, she was that Puerto Rican. I'm sorry. Yes, yes Del. What's, what's next? Huh? Talk, yes. yes. So, Supreme Dance is a show on CBS. We're in 13 episodes. We premiere August the 30th, 9 30 on CBS. That's uh, awesome. Sorry, Jermaine Fowler, Casey Gall, uh, Marjorie Bronny's on it, uh, David Keckner. Who else? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what's Shorty's name that just got added to the cast? Yeah, yeah. She's on, uh, she's on uh, uh, Orange is the New Black. And Jane the Virgin. I, I fell in love with her on okay. Orange is the New Black. Yeah, she's cool. She's That's right. awesome. Something about women in prison just does it for me. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? I don't know where. You know what? <laughs> Matt, that doesn't surprise me. You look like you would be writing to some hardcore <laughs> chick. I'll fall in love with a murderer <laughs> bitch quick. Hey. Hey, look. You, I'm really scared that she's going to hear this podcast. <laughs> Who's she going to? Yeah, we dead, nigga. She going to find out. Um, she's like, guys, oh, y'all both think you can fuck me and go on a podcast in a hot-ass basement and talk shit? Hey. Listen, well, Paul McCartney and... So um, hey, you keep talking about it. It was pretty, it was pretty dope. I <laughs> give it a five. She got better stands than me. What's up, Willie? How you doing, bro? Um, hey, first of all, first I'm of all, don't keep bringing up the girl that y'all slept with. What are you with talking about? Without bringing any details to the podcast, okay? I'm, we I'm want in on the joke. No, she's a good girl. She's a good girl. What? She's a good girl. Um, okay. Uh, I don't even that. remember why I think she's crazy. She's it's been so long. She means well. No, I'm telling you what this motherfucker did, right? Can we talk about this? Yeah, please. Oh. So, uh, tell us anything. She had a couple of super extra. Don't be on the table. I hate to label women as crazy because I don't do that. I think men make us make women crazy. She was That's super right. extra. Not it. That's right. She was right. super extra emotional. And I'm. I, he was texting me like, yo, this girl named blah, blah, blah just showed up. I said, nigga, run. I didn't know what you meant. I said, nigga, run, run to the pussy. So, it so, could have wait, been a wait. number of things. <laughs> so this, so this goofy, run and get wait, her wait, ring. Wait, wait. So this goofy ass nigga shows her the tweet. She takes his phone and looks at the tweet and sees what I text about her. Mm. So what? She, so I didn't show her on purpose. She snatched my phone away. Because I took a picture. And so I said, I, she said, I, I know real. What were you doing nigga? on the I, phone in the company what? of vagina in the first place? We were at the, we were, it was right hey, after hey, a show. Yeah, I said, nigga, run. Somehow she managed to take the take the phone, see what I type about her, and then I got to hear that shit forever. Really, it's how you feel about me? I mean, yeah. So wait, so she y'all were having sex with her? No, no both. I, and I was, she no. I was looking up with her at first, and then she was in New York, and she came to my. I have a show in New York, and Matt was is the host. Roast battle, East Coast battle. And he, she came. She happened to go to my show, thinking I was gonna be there probably or something, and she met Matt, and Matt's super charming. 
So, very, very. So her and Matt, and then the funny shit is after that, after that, all that happened, he still hit the shit. I didn't mean to. I'm like, Matt, I just warned you. Now, please, please, I can get two of my brothers. talking about you didn't mean to. I have a drinking problem. Matt, listen, Matt. And a fucking problem. That's my problem. And an accidental. Hey. Max for the W. You know what? Max my bros. So I don't give a fuck. I would take I'm a like, bullet for real. But you, I'm like, yo, you, you in some shit now. But yeah, she, this but time you actually shot down. out a bullet for real. Huh? <laughs> can, can, can I say this? Can I say this? Stupid. Can, can I say this? A long time ago, people were emotional. She's a very good person now. I, 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 I agree. I blocked her on you all guys. social media. She made another account, and she likes all my stuff. So. Guys, you don't have to go Hollywood on this podcast, okay? You okay. can just say. I'm gonna. Well, you know, I, I can get fired for the shit I say now, so I gotta be careful. That's I, what Disney the most Willie was, was just saying. I was just saying that, yeah, because I, I, there's so many, there's so many things I want to voice, just even political like, stuff. Like the, the the fall turtlenecks of uh, J Crew coming out this uh, this season. It's from Willie Zara. Willie has on a periwinkle turtleneck. He said it's from Periwinkle. Zara. Black periwinkle right. Zara. What? It's from Zara. Get it right. No, no, no. Zara 2018 Winter Collection. No, this is a nice nice shirt Willie has on. Willie's fine. I'm sweating in a t-shirt. Girls would like that. (laughs) Willie's face is dry. Like, just no sweat on this dude. Willie's cool. Willie did all his sweating at the gym earlier, okay? When he comes in here, he's cooler than a fan. Cooler than a fan. Matt, you're writing for Snoop on his new show? I spent all summer, I wrote for Martha and Snoop, and then they hit me up and said, hey, come fuck with the game show. And I did that, and it was the highest I've ever been in my life. I saw that you said you smoked. I was hired uh, in giraffe with pussy. Sweet, with, with Snoop. What did y'all talk about when you smoked? Uh, it was funny. He, he talked to me about just uh, the importance of making sure your money is coming to you. Mm. I was like, you're dropping mad knowledge. And then we finished the blunt. I go inside the, to Crafty, and I'm eating a fucking hard-boiled egg and some Slim Jims. And like, magically, two hours passes. So I go outside to make a phone call. <laughs> And Snoop pulls up in his charger. He drove himself to the set that day. And he's like, nigga, how the fuck do I get out of here? Oh, my <laughs> God. High as shit. You know what? That lot, though, over there is so confusing. The Sony lot is amazing. It's all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's weird. Uh-huh. Um, okay, hey, tell people what you got coming up next. Where they can find you next. Oh, I'm the host of Trivial Takedown on Fuse. We air November 7th on the Fuse Network. Woohoo! Oh, yeah. I'm hosting my own game show. That's oh, awesome. What's that going to be about? Thank you. What's it called? What's it called? Trivial Takedown. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, what's Thank that going to be about? What's it going to be about? Don't tell me nothing no more. Nigga, I ain't never, I don't see you. I, 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 see, I, I was with you last you. week with the uh, Fuse guy. We were talking about, remember? We were here. Yeah, I told you then. And Trivial you said, oh, congratulations. What is you it going to be about? Trivial Takedown. What is it going to be well, about? Well, people, two in particular, take down one another with trivia. Okay. And what did they win? Nothing. What? <laughs> it's hilarious. What? Well, it's two celebrities that come okay. on, like, you know, Instagram people, whatever, musicians, and they compete. It's the fastest pop culture quiz show ever. Okay. Good. So, like, Shazam for questions. Damn. Wow. That was I a I never even think about line. that. 
That's probably how they sold that shit. It was like, yo, it's Shazam for questions. Guys, see me for all things to sell a show, except for when I'm, I'm trying to, you to sell to my myself. Next, <laughs> bring you to my next pitch meeting. Great. I'll be there. Guys, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. These nuts. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> I would not be surprised uh, if Willie's you could find Willie's at J. Crew. <laughs> would y'all leave Willie alone? Neck this constrictors. Can we turn his mic off, Max? <laughs> at neck constriction. <laughs> Blood circulation. <laughs> negative. At, at, at Azara. Auto wardrobe asphyxiation. <laughs> Willie is laughing, just so y'all know. He is not in bad it. spirits. I love it. You I know, just... when you're making the most money in the room, you can laugh no, at the peasants no, no, making no, fun no, of you. I, I, that's a nice watch, though. Hey. Y'all, at what? At Matt Was Funny. Okay, and? I'm at uh, all my shit I'm doing. Or just my, right at now. your what? What's your at? Uh, at Rail Battle, everything, Twitter, Instagram, you know, Facebook. R-E-L-L. R-E-L-L, R-E-L-L Battle. Rail Battle. Um, and you can catch them both all around L.A. performing at various shows. Catch them on Superior Donuts. On Book CBS. me on more catch comedy on shows, Fuse, people. On trivia. Trivia what? Trivial Takedown. Trivial Takedown. That's the voice I use Thanks for the so show. Thanks so much, guys. Uh, yeah. Oh, my God. Because y'all just harassed Willie. Brown just came in and just a attacked. Figure. Black you know, figure. just attack. Please leave me some weed. Thanks don't so much. That. I know you have some. Okay. I, I got Matt, a little bit of a clip. Matt, left. just oh no, I don't want a clip, <laughs> guys. I only now you know who's gonna roast me more? This dude, Chinadu. Who? Chinadu oh my God, is Chinadu here? Oh, is he coming this. in next? Oh my God. You Chinadu get in here. Chinadu get in here. Willie, you're taking these Jones nah, with, oh, my God. The Nigerian prince is here. Oh, God. The king of Zamunda is here. What's up, Chan? God, I love L.A. Everybody just smokes weed, eats blow pops, comes in with their eyes slanted, and it's all good. <laughs> well, you know, this is the snitching mechanism. This is the snitching forum. I You know, that's uh, what's going on. Shinadu Anaka is in the building, y'all. You're talking to that thing. Okay, cool. What's what you mean? What's Welcome to the Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast, Shinadu. Thank you. I appreciate you. <laughs> I'm so glad I slid that xylophone over yeah, there because you know it's comforting it everyone. I, I used to play the xylophone. You did? In my middle school band. Let's hear something. Oh yeah, my well, God. Was, uh, Feliz Navidad. Oh, to Hispanic school. Feliz Navidad. <laughs> 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 say shout out to Santiago, man. Right there, man. Oh my God. <laughs> what is going on? Didn't do. The last time I saw you on screen, I was in uh, the. Uh, American Black Film Festival Comedy Festival, and you came up in um, The Big Chop. Oh, yeah, man. You were HBO. so great. Uh, so on HBO, yeah. The Big Chop. Yeah, I show my titties on that um, that movie, so go watch it. And, and he does do a, a titty a titty chest bump move I where do, it, it goes up and down. You can see the veins in the middle, ladies. <laughs> ladies, come on, man. I'll be wearing hoodies on stage to be humble. Man. Guys, still, Chinadu is only a 29B, guys, so it's not... Not much. Lying on your boy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him, man. I hate him. Why you hate him? I've just he always. Wanna, he wanted to be beat. <laughs> I just always dislike. Nah, he... we really go back, man. We used to go to high school together. 
Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. That's to, awesome. He was, my, he was my high school bully. No, he was? No, no, I used to beat up people that used to beat up him. Oh. I was his high school They didn't beat me up right? because I couldn't beat up the people that he beat up for me. <laughs> and now y'all both doing comedy. What high school was we, this? We didn't go to high school together. He lying to you. You're the one that said I don't know. You know what? In L.A., that's the thing is. In L.A., guys, I have to feel for the truth. That's how much people lie here. I got to just feel this shit out. You got me with the bathroom with, uh, when, what, what's her name? Afro. Oh, what's with the name? bathroom. Oh, that was Wax On, Wax Off. Yeah. I thought you would get up on that on that reference. Wow. I have no idea what you're talking about. But no, when Chandelier was in here. Oh, Chandelier. Chandelier talked about doing martial arts. And I was like, Chandelier, I saw you in the bathroom one of these times. And I knew something was up when you was doing um, Daniel Sutton in the mirror. I love Wax on, wax off. Her fro is amazing. Yes, it is. Mm, Is that your type of woman? Oh, I love women that wear natural hair. You do? 100%. What about women that wear weaves? I don't mind it, but y'all got to get ready faster, man. Hey. (laughs) Do women... I don't, I don't date guys. Um, send those. <laughs> <laughs> what about Jews? Send me one of those, please. Send me one of those. <laughs> What's up with you, Chan? What, like, what, what you working on nowadays, man? man just, you know, working on, um, uh, what's the name? I'm trying to get my potato salad recipe on point. Uh, besides that, you know, Brian. Besides that, you just shot a TV show because I know you, you were supposed to come to improv and you were shooting some stuff. What was that about? Tell us about. I was shooting, um, that was a film we did, and it was called It's a Party. You know what I'm saying? So okay. So we was taping that. That's I don't know when that's coming out, but okay. it's on post-production, though. So. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that was a good look. And what role did you play? I was playing DJ Kevy. Yeah. Real quick, for those that don't know what post-production means that's listening, after you film the project is when it goes into editing and music and right. all of that other good stuff. And I didn't, I didn't really know what it meant until Willie said it myself. I just know that's what it said. <laughs> that's it. So thank you, Willie. He's like, guys, I'm so glad to be educated myself about my where job. I am in the film. My job <laughs> and then they're re-looking at the stuff to see if they need to do any reshoots and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. Or cuts. Yeah. You know. How, you, how you doing, Willie? That's a very tight turtle deck. Man, <laughs> everyone no. that comes in here says something about that turtleneck. I, I promise you, it doesn't look bad, guys. When I saw this turtleneck, I was yeah, I like, "Gotta have it! I gotta have it!" I bought all all the colors. I got Jesus. four different colors. I can see your belly button in it. Fuck you, Willie! <laughs> Don't laugh, Max. Willie has handled it gracefully all up until that point right there. <laughs> now you made me sound like I'm wearing a crop top. Listen, that what that fuck you Listen, wasn't for you. That was for Real Battle and Matt Richards. You don't, that was you in don't here. Have an Audi, man. That's how tight that. See every crevice. Chan comes up with the best jokes. I had this long jean like uh, overcoat. And he was telling people that I look like a Canadian Morpheus in this thing. <laughs> and I was so angry, but I had to lie. Why laugh. a Canadian Morpheus? I don't even know. Because Canada, they wear jeans too. That's like, they're famous for jeans. <laughs> so then. Uh, I remember that. That would, that would tickle me. But my favorite one was Nate. Nate. Nate Ward, Nate Ward is like it was like a kind of a slightly faded. Uh, no, he was just talking about Nate in general. He said, he, "You know Nate. Uh, he's Nate an albi- For those that don't know, he's an albino. So uh, oh, no, I don't know Nate. Nate. Heard, so no, he's an oh, albi- I know Nate. So he's an albino, folks. And Nate uh, and Chan said that he looks like a skittle with all the flavor sucked off. 
Oh my god. Ain't there something to say to You look like a skittle with the flavor sauce. Oh man. Look, man, I mean, try to control Why are you my so mouth. quick? It was so. My, my brain moves very fast, man. Pass me that xylophone. I'm gonna have to <laughs> ding you. I'm gonna have to ding That's you. That's my man Nate though. Nate's telling me hilarious. Nate's hilarious. Sure Hell yeah. You know. I think Nate just did a movie recently or something. He was on Netflix. I saw him on something recently. Everybody's. I, That's I, the I thing love, about Hollywood. I love seeing people out, man. Just, Everyone is doing something. On commercials, man. I'm like that's what's up, man. I know. Then I know. Willie is the uh, so, Willie is a commercial king. Yes, he is. But it's about, after that, it's about putting the money to good use. Because I've had the money before and lost all of it. And so, because Hollywood is one of those things where it's like, you'll be good for a couple years. And you think, oh, it's always going to come. And then just, five wow. years of nothingness. Wow. So let me ask you this, Jen. What's your first time on Crack 'em Up? First time on Crack 'em Up, man. I think Crack 'em Up be... Six seven years ago, mm-hmm. Michelle was one of the first people to put me up, and that's why mm. we're so close. And um, I'm from LA, so I used to pack the room for her. Like, I used to pack it just just on some like she never asked me to pack it, but just I was just so happy to be on stage. Yeah, yeah. I used to pack the room, and so we got really cool because I was helping her out, and so she used to like you know slip me extra money because I helped you know bring so many people. Uh-huh. And then uh, when I stopped bringing people because um, I was over that. <laughs> she was still she just always put me up you know? no it's all love cause you know what you kinda have to earn as a as a new comic you know people are gonna ask you to bring people to the show because it's, it's to be there's funnier people than you people been you know out here in the game people been bringing people all that so and, it, and if you don't even if they don't ask you if you're new you should still bring yeah. people you gotta understand the business there's so many people out here some people who are funny yeah being funny is not enough like you gotta understand the business of it. it's your first time on stage bring some people just to show respect mm-hmm. to the yeah. room to yeah. the producer whoever you're putting on the show and they won't forget that they'll remember your good set sure but that's gonna fade but if you bring people they're like okay cool this guy helped Pack the room. The room. And they'll always Annie, book Annie you. Does a good set. Yeah. I can't lose with this dude. You can't lose you know? with this dude. And then it won't be a thing of, oh, bring some people for you know, because a lot of people too, um, as a person that produces a show, it gets you know, I don't know when when I put people onto my show. What I like to do is I'd like to just pack it out because I'm one of those comedians that's like beyond bringing. So I don't want to be like, hey, bring somebody into my show. But I always be like, well, if somebody wants to come see you, this is the perfect venue exactly. for them to come and see you. But when it's newer comedians. I either put them in a production spot um, where they help out with the show or I just don't book them at all because, you know, people don't want to bring people and it's just like, well, I got, you know, I got five other people that is hilarious and on television right now right. that I could put on. Exactly. Um, but it's always like uncomfortable too. Like, do, do I, do I tell them, you know, bring five people? Cause I don't want to build my show. Like, right. Oh, let's bring five people exactly. or you can get on because then I have a whole bunch of whack people. And you don't want it to be known as a bringer show. Either. No, at all. Not at all. And my uh, sister uh-huh. just walked in just got the hair fresh to death like a million bucks. <laughs> yeah. Walking in with looking, the dance moves. Chinna Dude is looking right at her boobs you know, and then what? on her butt. First of all, I am boob height. <laughs> okay, I'm sitting down. She is standing <laughs> up. I cannot lose. Courtney Black is in What's the building. Up? You looking good as shit. I was like, my girl. 
First of all, I want y'all to take a minute to tell y'all that uh, Crack 'em Up Comedy, um, the Crack 'em Up Comedy show in the Belly Room, is having the 14 year anniversary. Yeah. 14 year anniversary. Woo. That is next Thursday, October 12th. And please be, I will be here. Uh, every, I think everybody's going to be here showing Nichelle some love. Um, let me just tell you what makes Crack 'em Up so different is because you can, you know, in the comedy store, you have what I call the original room. That's what, like, all the white famous comics are. Then you have the main room, which is, like, a lot of white famous comics. But, you know, people use that show to do the bringer shows that we just mentioned. Um, and then you have the belly room. The belly room is, like, the like the, the off, um, you know, different, diverse shows. And Crack 'em Up is special in particular because, it's first of all, it's where all the black people uh, are coming to, like, straight kill this show with the most universal material. So, you know, you sometimes you see a, a black show and you're just like, it, you know, it's that genre of of comedy that you you recognize, but crack them up. You're going to see from the Indian to the to the white, to the deadpan white, mm-hmm. to the lively, you know, very, very diverse. Um, and, uh, and you can see all these comics that you're seeing right now, all of them are actually um, participating in crack them up. So from the famous to the people on TV right now, to yeah. the people that are newer, like, um, well, not newer, but the Cal Hamiltons of the world that's come from Cincinnati in the straight blazing the stages right now. Um, and, and including my sister right now, who we're about to kick Chinadu out and talk to her uh, immediately. You see what you did? You see what you did? Yeah. Sorry, we've got to make room for Courtney's butt. We've got to make room for Courtney's butt. Courtney's butt can't. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> Yeah, what's what's that? No, I'm joking, I know. Yeah. What you me say? What you me say? Say yo, I'm trying to do you you listening to Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast. That's called a plug, Max. No, no, I mean, no, no, no drop. Oh, social drop. Oh yeah, your social drop. My bad, man. Yeah. You can do that too though. All right, bet. So this is called Crack 'em Up Comedy. Uh-huh. Podcast. Cool. So this is uh, comedian Chinadu. You listen to Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. Make sure you guys follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chinadu Comedy. That's Chin, like your face, Edu Education Comedy. All right, that's also my website too. Peace and love. Woo! Chinadu. Do me a favor. Step over here on this couch so Chinadu can pass your butt. Because um, no. it's not that much room when Courtney, Courtney's anyway, butt is in the room. It ain't old. It ain't old. He's, like, he's like, I've already sexually harassed her before. <laughs> I just want to do a drop. I got to go, y'all. But, you got to go? Yeah. You know what? I, I can't stand all this Hollywoodity. Okay. No, okay. Let's all this Hollywoodity. Second, but I do have to somebody waiting on me. <laughs> Oh, this Hollywood tea. How you doing today? Oh, this Oh, you smell good, Jennifer. You do. Nice. <laughs> 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 
it's so quick to put right. on. It's so nice but, and easy. Hi, Chen. Yes, indeed. Oh, my God. First of all, Courtney has the purse that is, uh, um, when I say uh, green, what, which shadow green is this? This is olive green. Olive army green with a nice uh, pale gold um, brass uh, button that is a twist button on this purse, and it flips over. She's got all the natural colors going on, and she's got a chain with a pendant on there, an orange pendant. And let me this just tell you about the hair. Yes, it is. Because anytime Courtney is in the building, it's Fashion Week. Oh, thank you. I'm just trying to keep up with you, girl. Um, Do I? Because that's not a lot to keep up with. Stop it, Dale. You, you, I I know. Hell yeah. Like you, you. I've seen your, I've seen your stuff, and I I love earth tone colors. Anyway, (laughs) those with our skin really well. I was just about to say that. Like butter, baby. Like butter, baby. Thanks so much. I've been defending Willie's turtleneck, so he's defending my natural tones okay. all day. He can wear a turtleneck. I hey, thank Willie you. has the body for That's what I keep he trying does. to tell the haters. Willie has the body to wear the, the turtleneck. Shoulders. I like that. He shoulder. works out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he can wear the tight clothes. You know, tight clothes are only, like, if you got a big-ass stomach, Ooh, no. just leave that turtleneck at home. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. Put that turtleneck on the dog, and let's just call it a day. <laughs> Oh, on your dick. No, just, okay, is that too much? Ooh, hey, no. Of course, Courtney would take it there. We mentioned big ass, and she mentions big dick, okay? A subject that's way after my own heart. I love it. I love it. Where Courtney, can people find you? They can find me at CourtneyBlackComedy.com, um, CourtneyBlackComedy Instagram and Facebook, all over. Um, Courtney yeah. and I just did a Cheryl Underwood's radio theater show, yeah. which Courtney is the uh, producer on, and also the starring ca- uh, cast, yeah. starring cast member. Thank you um, for joining us. That was fun. Thank you so much for having me. Please tell the people a little bit about Cheryl Underwood's radio and your radio show on Cheryl Underwood's Thank network. Thank you. So you guys know Cheryl Underwood, a veteran female comedian in the Woo-hoo. game. You can catch her every day on the talk on CBS. Mm-hmm. And she also has her own radio show, Cheryl Underwood Radio. Um, is We're in 136 markets. I am a co-host on that. And we branch out and do different projects for Cheryl Underwood Radio, and one was radio theater. So we're bringing that old-school feel of when your parents, before TV, and they had to sit by the radio to hear the soap operas and all that kind of stuff. So our first project was called The Cleanup Women, and um, Dell was gracious enough to bring her presence on and you were so excellent um and it's a really good story it's funny it's It's it's, so funny it's really good so look out for that i think we're going to be airing that in christmas if you go to cherylunderwoodradio.com you can check out all our markets and hopefully we're in a city where you can listen to it um but yeah look out for that radio theater now you went from uh hosting uh, with co-hosting with Jay Anthony Brown when he first left yeah. the Tom Joyner Morning Show. Right. People don't know that about mm. Courtney. <laughs> Jay um, Anthony Brown left Tom Joyner after like 20 years. He's always wanted to do his own and he was just a little stifled. So he, he had his own, um, he still does, his own weekend radio show. So we do the top 10 hits of the weekend and I was his co-host on that. And, um, and then he got picked up with Steve Harvey, you know, and he's writing on Steve's new talk show and he's super busy. So we're still doing the radio show, but like 
it's very like not as intense as it was before and um so my time was freed up a little bit and i got to cheryl through him actually thank you j anthony brown mm-hmm. and um and so she's you know she picked me <laughs> africans be hating i'm gonna tell y'all right now the can't <laughs> wait to touch courtney's booty <laughs> Motherfuckers from the motherland, honey. <laughs> Where your mother? <laughs> Go back to the motherland. She just, no. did she just fall off and did just immediately diss the Africans. As soon as he came back, she was like, Africans be motherfucking hating. <laughs> After she was just like, and then J. And then, Anthony right. Brown showed me so much love. <laughs> What's up, Michelle, the founder yeah. of Cracker Mugs? Yeah. Yeah. Coming through, Courtney. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes, yeah. indeed. Stay right there. Who we got coming up next? Oh, we've got Dulo and a surprise. Uh-oh. Here, that means I'm, we gotta kick you out. I know. <laughs> I have warmed the seat enough with this ass. So um, thank you guys for having me. I love okay. what you're doing. So just to finish up, yeah. just to let you know, oh my God, Naeem Lynn is in the building. What's up, honey? Just to let you know, catch Courtney That's on C- Crack em Up uh, on Courtney Black Comedy. Hey, Cheryl Underwoodradio.com, CourtneyBlackComedy.com, Courtney Black Comedy across the board. Yes, indeed. My girl, please, you, round of applause for my girl, yes. Courtney Black. Thank you guys. Thanks. Yes, indeed. Courtney was just, just to finish what she was saying, she, uh, once J. Anthony Brown got busy, he referred her to Cheryl Underwood, who now she has her own show on the Cheryl Underwood Network and doing so much other things that she is so well deserved. This girl has been working her ass off and she is just my sunshine over here in L.A. Speaking of Africans getting on her nerves, one African just walked in. <laughs> that doesn't get on her nerves, though. That was just a joke. You didn't hear the premise to it. Dulo, what's going on? I haven't seen you since the Rolling Martin show. Actually, I saw you up here. We oh, did yes, we did. Like we did a show together. Did a show together. Guys, that was my going Hollywood moment right there. Exactly. Okay, I did. Well, I didn't forget you on the, on the show that I was hosting, but that's the one distinct time that I remember you. What's going on? You got the you got the fly hair going. Man, hey, listen. It took me like two hours to twist this by myself. You twisted oh, it you yourself? Self-sufficient. I'm not what? waiting for no females to twist myself. Guys, uh, before I even let Dulo talk uh, uh, for a long time, I just want to introduce Dulo in the building and from the Plastic Cup Boys, Naeem Lynn is in the building. Yeah. Can you turn my, turn my headphones down a little bit? Oh, shit. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're loud as shit. Yes, I am loud. <laughs> you know, I can't hear, so I just turned myself up. You had that Halle Berry shit. Somebody to hit you upside your head. Somebody, you know, nah. <laughs> I ain't even gonna ask who it is. I know no. it's a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Everybody's still not locked up, so ain't nobody hit me. Okay. You know? Uh, Naeem, what has been happening? I know you, uh, Naeem, I ran into Naeem in North Hollywood, and Naeem has the most beautiful daughter. Yeah, she gorgeous. She is so gorgeous, okay. Naeem. Thank you so much. Yes, indeed. How has life been? Where has your last stop on your own tour been? Well, right now we're back on tour with Kev. We started touring again. Really? Uh-huh. We were in, um, we're doing the chilling circuit right now. What's... What? How can Chev, Kevin touring with Kevin Hart do the Chitlin circuit? Well, we we do everywhere. So we start off with the we do the Chitlin circuit. We do the, the white circuit. What is, what is what's the Chitlin circuit for we're, Kevin we're, Hart? We're in Augusta, Georgia this weekend. That's the Chitlin circuit. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, okay, so mean, what what's not the Chitlin Circus? Because I was thinking the Chitlin you. Circus is like the hole in the wall black places, no, the not Chit- whole town. The Chitlin Circuit is the city. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't matter the venue; it's the city. Oh, okay. So when you go to Columbus, Georgia, and and Augusta, Georgia, and Charleston, South Carolina, and Jackson, Mississippi, and all that, those are the Chitlin Circuit cities. Those are the cities that black people were allowed to perform in in the '60s and '70s, where you couldn't do it at all the major cities. So that's why it's called the Chitlin Circuit. I'm so, so looking forward right to doing the Chitlin Circuit. Okay, yeah. whole cities, Huntsville, Alabama, all that. Bu- I curse, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, yeah, yeah, all that bullshit. Everyone, this looks like the Hootsie Tootsie Room, but well, we've got why, the Devil Fork over there, letting you know you can just say what the fuck you want to say. Hopefully, hopefully the Chitlin Circuit doesn't smell like Chitlins. Goddamn shit! <laughs> Goddamn. Hopefully, it's just just for the verbiage mm. and not for the scent. No, for the people. Over there with the boys, the don't don't do that, there. man. No, when I tell hey, look, you, guys, yourself, you we're started. posting a photo of Willie in this shirt because every comedian that has come in here has said something about their turtleneck. Well, he did it on well, purpose. He I wore this purpose. shirt on purpose because yeah. I thought it was, it was some fly ass shit. It oh, was. It was fly. I thought it was fly, it it was fly too. I didn't do it for the jokes. I thought this shirt was. I'm like, oh, is this that, is gonna who, kill? Is it Express or H and M? I just need to know where to get. No, I like it personally. Who owned that before you? You didn't buy that new. I bought this at Zara's. No, you didn't. You know Zara's is half used, brother. You got that shit. Zara's is half used luxury stuff. Hey, thank, thank you, Max. See, good luck. Max put out a sign that Julo said, "Look what he got on." I know, Max. Damn, man. I need you to be just as fly. We gonna be doing this together. He got his jean jacket rolled up to his elbows. You can't. That's definitely H and M. That's definitely H and M right there in Zara. A jean jacket rolled up. It looks like Baby Gap to me. Um, you know, just so y'all know, Dulo is looking real hungry for these shirts. He's definitely going to get him one. I'm most definitely. I'm not sure if it's was it Express or H and M that you went to. No, I really got it from Zara. He got that. I will be at Zara tomorrow morning. Trust me. Yeah. I'm going to Chicago. He got the the only one. (laughs) (laughs) Exclusive. He got the exclusive one. Not a one day sale, just a one sale. One sale. Turtle, not a turtle. The only one. Mm -hmm. Snack. And I see you with your, you got the bedazzled, the bedazzled tank tackle. Oh, I did. Yes, I do. But yes, I, I do. Listen, when we was on Roland Martin's show, you had on those, um, some different earrings. What kind of earrings are you wearing right now? Please, I had thank, on. Like, did it go through I a always have on the, like uh, go through a lawnmower. No, they went through some scissors, though. <laughs> okay, cool. Some uh-huh. sort of blade. I don't know what Some sort of blade. Earrings. Well, no, this lady made them in the Chitlin Circuit when I was performing uh, in Alabama. Okay. And, um, Wait, what city? Uh, Mobi- um, Mobi- Birmingham. Birmingham. Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham is like collard green circuit. That ain't Chitlin. That's not quite Chitlin, nah. guys. You gotta go Mobile is Chitlin. That's Chitlin. more macaroni and cheese circuit, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like the Chitlin circuit? What, what kind of feel is the Chitlin circuit versus well, other? The only the only place I really like performing is Alabama. Mm. Why? Because they're a little slow. Hmm. Oh, in real they're, life. You mean cerebrally? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like, um, you know, my, my material, you know, I, my shit is a mixture of, of clever filthiness. And sometimes they're a little, you know, they're a little slow with it, but... Is your delivery? Um, it ain't my fault, though. It don't even ask me. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, it's them. It's um, them. Just Alabama, just so y'all know. I mean, I get your in, shit together. I perform in every state, and I perform in a lot of countries. It's them. It's them. But do you think they needed different? Because you know, sometimes the draw 
when you have the draw in your in your speech, sometimes so your hearing is designed like that. So that's you saying. You I'm saying, saying that I, you might need to draw it up. You might need to like draw it up while you're in the elevator. She, she you know how you come to the stage and you be like, hey, my time. name is Naeem. You might need to be like, yo, motherfucker, my name is my young, 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 Atlanta, where Forrest Gump from? The words of Naeem Land are not necessarily the views of Crack Em Up Comedy. I've seen my fair share with Forrest Gump. Favorite place y'all have traveled? South Africa. What was that like? It was good enough. It was good enough for me to bring somebody back home and have a baby with him. Baby mama Most. listening in on the podcast, so he got to say South Africa. <laughs> That's the prime example of going to the motherland and getting something to eat. And getting <laughs> something with the South African people. That's, That's a prime That's example. Of, like, mm-hmm. I'm going home to get something to chop, Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly He's what like, I like. Or, my and food I'll be eating this for, for the rest of my life. Right? <laughs> Dine in or take home? <laughs> That's take home for sure, man. And like, and, and, and cook in, to cook in house mm-hmm. to go. Exactly. <laughs> what about you, Dulo? Um, to be honest, man, um, my favorite place would be Nigeria, man. I'm Nigerian, ladies and gentlemen, and just going back home for me is every it's it's, it's just a favorite, my favorite place. Maybe it's because I haven't gone to many as many uh, fancy places as Mr. Naeem here. Um, you, Ni- Nigeria is the best place I've gone to. Yeah. Oh, okay. Italy, the scam, the scam capital. Right? Trust me, most of most Nigerians aren't here right now because they're scamming. Trust yeah. me, most of us would be here right now. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Nigeria, they still cut a hand off of you stealing some shit, right? Trust me, if, if even if you masturbate a little bit too much, <laughs> don't get too much. If you're over honey, then you be masturbate. Really? You beat off too Nigerian much. Nigerian men don't strike Learn me as a lot of masturbators. Huh? Excuse me. What what men what men strike you as masturbators then, not Nigerians? Um, Who the like masturbators? A lot of like white tech guys strike me as like just mm-hmm. masturbated in the bathroom, you know. Okay. Um, as I'm talking to you, but ni- Nigerian men, you so know, because I've dated Nigerian men. Uh-huh. And they, they didn't touch it. No, Nigerian no, demons have entered her life. You guys can't see right now, but the way she's shaking her head right now, trust me, yeah, utter disappointment. No, I'm, no, <laughs> no <laughs> it's not utter disappointment. It's downright sexual harassment when you date them. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Explain. they don't have time to jerk off. harassed by somebody that you date? That's not harassment. Oh, that's I'm affection. easy. <laughs> no, no, that's PDA. not affection. That that's affection. not affection. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about the Nigerian yeah. man you, you bust that I've dated. Sleeves. <laughs> but if you guys are dating, how, how can you say that sexual harassment? Please explain. Is sexual like harassment? When you're sleeping, oh, in your sleep, he wants to come and enter your yansh when you're sleeping or what? <laughs> oh, when I'm sleeping, when I'm awake, when I'm in the kitchen, when I'm on the couch. That's, that's called having a high I'm sex drive. It's okay. Maybe you're not compatible, but that doesn't call him a... That, that, doesn't, that doesn't mean he's a, a creep or... I didn't call him a creep. I said, it's, I said it's sexual harassment. That's a creep. Oh, you harass somebody, well, you're a creep. what I'm telling you, when it comes to my vagina, I'll just label it sexual harassment, okay? You in your, you in your One 30s? Time. You still in your 30s? No, I'm 42. Okay. Yeah, you look good yeah. for your age. Let's come on. Let's Thank give it up for her right Thank now. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you so much. I didn't, I didn't Listen, say that. my vagina is 98. <laughs> okay? <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> like to fuck. Okay? okay. That's it. Women in their 30s, that's when y'all y'all want to fuck all the time. Yeah. No, I only want to have sex with somebody I think I'm going to marry. That's it. Not okay? That's it. No in between. That's where you at in your life? That's where I'm at. You've already been married. I already been married. your lesson? You don't do that shit again. What? Just fuck. Why are you not? Are you married? No. Oh, no. You got to get married. You got to get married. Why? So your career can, like, boom, because your dick is not going to work after you get married. Oh, man. <laughs> what? 
Your married dick didn't work. Hey, 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 exactly. No, my hey, dead married dick gonna... worked a lot. Hey, hey, so that's why I get it from. Why you think he's my a plastic cowboy? He he knows well, something. Well, not that your, your, your dick is not gonna. Hmm? Not that your dick is not gonna work, but you know, marriage brings the sex drive way. It's not the marriage; it's the kids. We didn't have no kids. It's the kids. It's a... Well, you just said that your married dick worked a lot, so y'all didn't have kids. That's why. Oh, okay. When you have kids, that's when the sex drive, it doesn't even lower. It's just you're so fucking tired all the time. Mm-hmm. You don't have time to, to fuck. Mm, I should have had a kid. Yeah, and then, and then, when, you, <laughs> and then when you do have sex, it's, it's the quality of it. It's just, just yo, know, I need a nut. You need a nut. That's to, all it is. To, to be honest, it's, it's I, for me, I feel like it's more of a sociological type of thing that people... Feel like that once you get married, that's what's supposed to happen. To be no, honest, no, no. I feel like, like once, like, like, I feel like this shit happens. Yeah, I feel like we. To be honest, uh-huh. I feel like I know, I know a lot of couples who like they fucking they, they added, added people to their fuck drive, to their fuck life. <laughs> to be honest, and I don't really curse like this if you listen to me on um, usual, but I feel like it's really like we're used to it. Just like how they expect you once you graduate, that's your best. High college is your best time in life. Mm-hmm. All right, people like us, we decided to not fuck that, did we not? Yes. My I've been having time in life is always my current time. Well, th- thank you very much. So, yeah. But there's a lot of people hey, who think like it's not getting better than college. Trust and believe me. So like I feel like it, it depends on how you look at it, man. Well, if you feel like your shit is gonna drop, it's gonna drop. Why was college their best years? It, it's not. I'm living my best years now, just like how you just. But started. why did you when you went college? Why did you think it? That's what they said, now? man. If you don't go, they said they told me if I don't go to school, you're mm-hmm. fucked. Okay, so I went to school, all right? And, and I, when I, upon my graduation, I was looking like, Barack Obama spoke at my graduation. Mm. And I looked very unhappy. I was looking, yes. What he spoke school my, was that? I went to Hampton University, ladies and gentlemen. I graduated 2009. What's that mean? You clapping for me? Thank you very much. Um, but, but he spoke at my graduation, and I was very unhappy because I was like, okay, that's not what I want to do. But a lot of people think that once, if you don't go to school, you're fucked. Mm. All right, but I, I believe if I didn't go to school, I probably would have still found my way and been okay. I think if I didn't go to school, I'd be fucked because I started doing comedy in school, and a lot of my supporters are people I went to college with. Exactly. And I think that if I hadn't gone to college, I might be working at FedEx right now. I probably wouldn't be here. I was a kinesiology major. Shit. Nothing, was... to, nothing to do with the, with the fuck I do. Yeah, I was sociology. I'm glad I took that mm. for what I do. College was a great experience for me, man. It was just... Um, you know, it it matured me in a lot of ways, and it changed the way I thought, and mm-hmm. it just made me an adult. And the the network that I built, and it was just like it was a huge thing. Like the, a lot of people that uh, I went to school with, they support me. Well, first, who who said I graduated? <laughs> I didn't even recall saying anything about that <laughs> shit. <laughs> nah, um, what's the, what's, repeat the question again. Like, if, um, if, if there was a time where you become a professional comedian, like, mm-hmm. you, you, you graduate from college, spent a little time in college, and then you become a comedian, or would you recommend, like, just getting a jump start in your career, like, right now? Well, it depends on what you've experienced, because being a good comedian is all about what you've experienced, and as I get older, my material changes because it's about what I'm experiencing at that time so when I was in college I was very creative when I first started I was very I had very creative jokes um, but it was about nothing you know it was just like you know a lot of observational shit and it was stuff that I thought of and it made me actually laugh to myself and now at the point in my career I I just take what's going on with me in my life and I try to make it funny 
mm. versus like something popping up. Like, oh, that shit is hilarious. You know, it's like, all right, this was going on. Let me try to make it funny. So, I mean, I guess to answer your question, for me personally, it was better that I went to college because, um, you know, I was able to experience a few things that gave me stuff to talk about. Now, if I hadn't gone to college, no, they had even less things to talk about. And I feel like, because um, I didn't go to college, I went to a vocational um, uh, school that taught me uh, computerized networking so I can go right to um, my field. But I do wish that I had gone to build the network. I feel like that's what college is for. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily like all of these um skills because that's really what deterred me from college like all of those courses you're taking to eventually get to your last year of the core courses that you need i'm like well, what the fuck do i need all this shit for i can just take this other thing school is stupid. um um mm -hmm. but i mean it does build your network you know when people are joining fraternities and mm -hmm. sororities and they're having those connections for life and you work um, with them too and if you're in a fraternity sorority, they're going to they gonna book you. That's and you know what? I'm not even in one, but the fact that I'm affiliated with one, they keep me even working. You know, when I was in New York, I worked, um, you know, with Omega Sci-Fi all the time because they took a liking to me. And then those <laughs> brothers would just hire me all the time. Now, of right. course, the big ass that I got helps, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, still, you know, once to be in that network, it was, you know, to be in that network, they work you a lot. So... Um, yeah, so tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, first of all, wait a minute. Before you uh, before you tell everybody, you said you were going to Chicago. Yeah, I'll be in Chicago on Saturday. But, I mean, you guys, it's a private event. As, Niger as a Nigerian, we, they also bring comedians to kind of like MC their wedding receptions to make it really pop. So I'll be doing a wedding reception uh, in Chicago on Saturday. But I will be there. So um, I'm not sure if they'll have an after party, something like that. But if, if we do, just follow me on Instagram at IAM. D-U-L-O. Um, uh, if you want to follow me on Facebook, at uh, Dulo Falarin Harris, which is my whole name. Okay. And Naeem? Uh, what do you just want, my social media? Yeah, where can people follow you and what you got coming up next? Um, my Instagram is Naeem Lynn, N-A-I-M-L-Y-N-N. -N, and um, you can kind of find me everywhere else through that shit. What I got going on now, tour, tour just started up. I'm doing... All Deaf, All Deaf comedy show uh, for HBO next week. Congratulations! Hell yeah, thank you. And um, got some other shit in the mix that I don't really want to talk about. But put it this way, a nigga might have a billboard around Sunset sooner or later. Get man. We gonna say amen. We gonna leave it there. That's all I want. In the name of Jesus. I don't want the money. I don't need the show. I just need a billboard on Sunset. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Yeah. And it's I I I'll tell y'all what it is. I I'm going to let the cat out the bag. It's a Calvin Klein ad. Oh, that's the shit. Hey, we don't want to see you butt naked <laughs> ass hat and half naked with fucking. Naeem getting his sexy on. It's Calvin Klein ad. I got all I those got two socks in my drawers. Fifteen years of working out for this one ad. Hey. Finally. <laughs> Naeem, thank you so much for being on the show. When I tell y'all, I've known Naeem for a, since the start of my career. Um, and Naeem has always been so quirky and so silly. And I always remember you having the best topic to talk about. 
If you can ever catch this brother on stage, catch him on stage. You will yeah. be, uh, you know, you will be pleasantly uh, entertained. entertained. You'll be entertained. That's yeah. what you were looking for. You're taking too long to get it out. I said entertained. You took too long to get it out. <laughs> you know, name. Like, you almost didn't want to give me a prop. You're like, you'll be. Name. I wanted to give you the props. I just smoke weed and I can't remember everything. Oh, okay. That's yes, Dulo. <laughs> No, no, Just let me know. Weed. We're not even friends at all if you don't know I smoke weed. <laughs> bruh, bruh. Trust me, we were on TV together, man, and I did not even know that. Trust mm. me. Guys, thank you so much for joining the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast. Uh, yeah. Uh, we're going to let our two guests go, and then we're going to officially. Uh, oh, we're going to bring the last couple guests in, huh? It's okay. been a double comedian kind of night. Uh, Willie, is, and I am not tired at all. I'll just talk to 6 a.m. if I need to, guys. <laughs> I just need a little bit of water. Hey, we got two more coming in. Hell two yeah. more of my one is one of my favorites to watch by Naeem, by Dula. Thank you so you much. So see you next time. Yes, on the show, on the Crack 'em Up show. Yes, Hell yeah. Don't forget you can see us on Crack 'em Up. Or you can follow us online at Crack 'em Up Thursdays. That's at Crack 'em um, up thurs take um, off the day E-M. E-M. yep at c-r-a-c-k-e-m-t-h-u-r-s that is on twitter and ig and on facebook and guess what we've got spunky robinson coming on in and he yo. should also be followed by the one and only Clayton Thomas. Hey, Spunky. Hey, dear. What's going on? Did you bring us some hot weather from Miami? Uh, no, y'all already got the weather out here. Yes, we do got the weather out here, but, you know, it's starting to get a little cool. I thought you might have. Yeah, nighttime would be cool out here. Yeah. Are you living? Are you living in LA now? No, no, no. I'm, I'm um, actually in Miami still. Oh, you are. Okay. What brings you to LA? Just coming to get on another side of the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Did you do the show tonight? No, I just got to stay like ten minutes ago. Okay, right. I wasn't up there. Yeah, yeah. It was good. Fun, yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. He looking like he had a good set. Like his yeah. energy was, you know, he ready. To, he ready to just tell two more jokes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah, Spunky. All the coolness goes out the door. Okay. Yeah, we need you. We need you molesting the microphone. <laughs> if you like you. If you know what I mean. Yeah, like I am. I am sexually molesting right. this microphone. The microphone. Clayton. Clayton Thomas is in the building, guys. Clayton Thomas, well, hello. What's going on now? Clayton. What's going on? How are you guys, man? Willie Mack, always a pleasure. Hey, yes, sir. I'm Bill Harrison. How are you? <laughs> Good, to Good to see you also. So Willie has some questions for y'all too, because I'm gonna let him talk up a storm. Go right ahead, Willie. The oh, person yeah. I've known for about ten years. Go ahead. <laughs> One of my favorite Clayton jokes I've known for years <laughs> that I love. It was this joke. I'm, I'm, a, I, I'm gonna tell you all now. I'm going to mess it up. <laughs> I, but it was the one where he was talking about. Uh, he was saying if the devil came and talked to him, or it was like offered him a contract, he would not do it. I'm, but he would read what the contract had to say. Okay. I was just loving that. And, it, and, it, and it's the thing about, and I took that into this whole Hollywood, the way Hollywood is just in general. It's like, what would you do? And when someone offers you, they'll say something like, uh, 
you gotta have to do something gay or you wanna do this or something crazy. They 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 give that st- <laughs> they give that stigma. Oh yeah. But then it's like when you see that money and it's like, oh, I'm not going to do it. But you will consider it as like, just, just let me see what oh, the I briefcase. Right. I need to see the contract. Right. Here's the thing. Everybody always says, like, hey, man, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this. And I'm damn sure doing that. I'm like, let, let's, before we make this deal, let me see what you have, are asking of me. And then I'll make a decision. Right. What will you do? You'd be cool with You know what? What will I do? At one point in time, and I'm going to say, because this just happened two weeks ago. At one point in time, I was the person that would never turn on a friend. I'm like, no, I always got my friend back. <laughs> and about two weeks ago, a former friend of mine did something. I was like, wow, I guess I'm the only one holding on to look. <laughs> so I oh need my to God. see that in the country. Oh, yeah. Wow. Like wow. when they say, would, they, would a comedian put on a dress for X amount of money? Mm. I would I would not not do it. I guess I would do it. That's what I'm saying. For those millions you of dollars. You would do it. For like a big mama's house and all, like all those other but things. But here's the thing. A lot of people think that they say, okay, a lot of, and I'll say, because we have to say, call a spade a spade, a lot of black comedians say, man, I ain't putting no dress on mm-hmm. because they had never even heard that that was wrong until Chappelle said something. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you are somebody who, like for me, I was raised by my mother. I was raised by my sisters. So it's a situation of I would not be interested in putting on a dress. However, I can see another comedian put on a dress and not think that anything is wrong with that person. Me, if yeah. If the interview wouldn't have came out, nobody would have said anything. Right. How you feel about it? I'm not putting on no dress, though. I'm just, I just something that I have to do. Uh, well, I don't think I need to do. I mean, to each his own, I'm, I'm with you. Like, if if somebody got to put on a dress to feed their kids, then it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, have, I don't have a problem with it. Guys, but that's a very put, low price for you. Now put a <laughs> million behind that right, 20. Exactly. Now yeah. you're 20 million in. Yeah, and 20 million make anybody think. I know. I, I'm like him. Now. I'm like, you got to show me. I got to read this shit. <laughs> you know what? Guys get on my nerves with all these choices and shit. What I put on the dress for 20 million, what I want. Don't nobody be like, would you put on some pants for 10 million? Is you? Woman. It's not the same thing. <laughs> not. Damn it, I want a proposition. Because especially for women, it's like you all already like if y'all see a person, y'all like, are you gay? Like y'all ask these questions already. So we like we always have to be in this like manly state at all times. That's right. Because of people like that. Well, so, I mean, if it's a woman thing, my thing would probably I would assume, since the opposite for men is dresses. For women, it would be what you've seen in the crying game, what you've seen with uh, the show Trans, is women take on a male persona in uh, general. Like it would be, it would be huge to see a woman become a man in a television show and embody everything that she perceives a man to be, instead of just a typical grabbing the crotch or walking mm-hmm. to the side. You know what I mean? I think it could be very comedic and genius if uh, the right woman. How you feel about that? Yeah, um, guys, just offer me the role, and I'll start (laughs) practicing right now. (laughs) You said ten million because I'm there. Okay. Your laugh is the best laugh. It is. Thank you so much, Clayton. Like it's it's Robin Leach's super uh, old Hollywood woman that is rich. Out the ass. Yeah. Guys in those homes go for over four million dollars. Dolly! Y'all got a million dollars right here on the table. Y'all got y'all first deal. What y'all doing with a million? Uh, 
I'm taking care of my mom, man. Like I, I do it. Like everything I do is for about for everybody else's happiness. Like my happiness is seeing my family and my and my my, my kids happy, man. I, that's what I do. I, I do this for everybody else. Like I'm good. I'm good with a little bit. Of, I, like I was born broke and I still got most of it left. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I do it for everybody else. So I mean, I I probably buy me a like a Honda Accord or some shit. So. That's what's up. Uh-huh. Honda? Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm you, not like a Benz dude. You got a dude. Honda tonight? Right. I'm not like a Benz or. or I'm not. I'm not a luxury car dude. Like I'm just not. I like. No, I'm not gonna give it all to my family. Nah, not. Nah, I'm, I'm gonna keep though. They'll probably get like. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Probably about uh, six or seven hundred thousand. With the remaining money, I would take about a hundred thousand dollars for myself, just for myself. Let me put that to the side. And the other two, yeah, and the other <laughs> two hundred thousand, I'm actually investing in projects so we can actually recoup and make more money off them. I love it. Been thinking about that for a couple of years. Um, yes, you have been thinking about it for yeah, a couple yeah, of years. Yeah. And oh God, y'all aren't really in the studio, but he actually pulled out an outline on his phone <laughs> and went from step one to outline ten. So, guys, he knows exactly what he's going to do with the money, okay? But I'm pissed off because you didn't mention shit about funding friends at the comedy store. Uh, Damn it, I want a Honda Accord. (laughs) What about you, Dale? A million dollars? I'm going to put some, uh, try to put some free counseling in uh, urban neighborhoods. Mm. You know, want want people to be able to go in, talk to somebody, get your healing, because, you know, a lot of people need it. I live in K-Town, and I'm also from New Orleans and D.C. and New York. And, you know, a lot of times when you see people that are homeless, um, you really see people that are uh, experiencing behavioral mm-hmm. and mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And if that was free and accessible to people, I feel like that would be, um, you know, that would be, that would offer a lot of healing. I would also put some uh, yoga in after school care programs oh. or early school care oh, programs because, you know, we do have a lot of black males and we need to catch them when they're nine and 10 to tell them how to breathe out mm-hmm. the anger, you know? So I definitely want to do that. And then I would take some, you know, probably take some young girls and young guys on a trip every year to just say fuck it and go to Jamaica and climb the rocks and get on some horses and and then, of course, I would take the other um, 900000 Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the other $900,000. She took them to a trip on Crenshaw. On oh, 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 everything. Yeah. Where your trip at, though? <laughs> Those two kids had a great time in Jamaica. <laughs> I love it. I just want, I, I would just buy, 
Zara's and just have as many turtlenecks as I can get. Hell no. You're already doing it though, Willie. You're already doing it though. Willie is already buying homes in Ferguson. Because I follow him. A lot of your Facebook statuses, and I love seeing where you are now from when I first got here and met you, man. And then from even before that, College Hill, you and Percy are probably the only two that are working right now doing their thing, yes, but sir. you are definitely on top. Hey, thank you, thank you, thank you, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, I'm right now I'm going through a turtleneck phase and everybody's hey, been talking about this it. shit, but I love it. I bought a whole lineup of... David Ruffin. <laughs> David, David Ruffin was a cool cat, like, just, like, solid, just style-wise. I mean, right. ended it young and all that, but yeah. blah, blah, blah. So let me ask you all this. Where do y'all get y'all material from? Like, where... Um, just everyday life for me. Just I, I get a lot of my material through conversation with people. Like I can I can be conversing with somebody and they'll say something and I'll never think tell them it's funny to me. But I'll, I'll the rest of the conversation it'll be trying to remember what they said. And what's the last thing you converted? Oh, from shit. a conversation. Um, about uh, shit I got in my phone. <laughs> Spunky. Yeah. Uh, you need to have your phone jokes. Yeah, no, a I, lot more accessible. Oh, about 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 <laughs> about um my 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 cousin. He's I got I have this gay cousin in Atlanta. He's big and uh, so his mom always well he's he's trying to figure out a way to come out of the closet right now to his mom. You know what I'm saying? So I just had this whole conversation about all the hints that he's throwing to his mom, but she ain't getting the shit. And so it's gonna be shit gonna be funny. It's, it's gonna be dope when I tell. I'm gonna send it to you when I you too, Dale. Or you too, Will. Or she might just hear this podcast and then just. Or she, no, she might not, be like, she I knew not, she, not, was she, she not getting the hints that he's throwing at her. You know what I'm saying? Every man. What kind of hints he's been throwing at her? Like, like she, like she always, she, like she'll say something like, uh, like he's, like he's so big, he's, like he should be a football player, and he say he is, he's a wide receiver. Oh, like, like, like shit like that. You know what I'm mm. saying? Wow. Yeah. My receiver. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> the most- Guys, I like to keep my recipiency very small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Like, it'd be, yeah, it's crazy shit like that. So, Clayton. Uh, my material mainly comes from the situations that I'm in. I'm a storyteller, always have mm-hmm. been, and I enjoy... I'm the guy that while something's happening, everybody is talking, da 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 da, and I'm quiet. Mm-hmm. And then hours later, when I go on stage, I say exactly what's happened from a different perspective of from how I saw it. Um, from my relationship, especially from my wife, from friends, I have so many friends that are living these interesting situations that I enjoy talking about from a realistic perspective that the audience can uh, usually agree with and relate to. Nice. Now, how long you been married? I've been married for four years, been with my lady for almost eight. That's awesome. Uh, thank you. That's awesome. Thank you so much. That's awesome. Girl. I mean, I, when you talk about her, you almost glow on oh, stage. And, you know, and what is she doing about um, all these prospective side chicks that are approaching you at well, the CBS lot? Hopefully. <laughs> shout out to the CBS lot. <laughs> 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 uh, hopefully she is understanding that um, it's going to go down. I feel like... <laughs> oh, oh, shit. I feel like oh, shit. People don't realize. Like, I'm the type of person that I speak super highly of my wife because she is amazing, and I need people to know that she is the amazing one in a relationship. I'm trash. I am not nowhere near the husband I should be at all. 
Oh man, you know what I mean? She's oh my god, she's this, she's that, she's this, she's that. I am, eh. you know what I yeah, mean? Right. So you know, never expect anything out of me, people. Who listen. <laughs> Do y'all remember your first jokes? Oh yeah, Spunky. Mm, nah, um, I I think it was about something about me getting fired from my job. Uh, on my on my payday, but they wanted to hold like they wanted to hold my check, but I owed my mom some money that day, <laughs> and so, so she ended up going to the job with me. And she, and like it, it was crazy. I could bake vaguely. Not all the time, just some new stuff. If I think about it right there, not not a lot though. What notes? Yeah, the top of your notes. Uh, oh, the joke I told tonight about uh, when God is mad at black people, the first thing he do is he take their edges. <laughs> black Ooh, women. <laughs> black women been pissing the Lord off, yeah, huh? Yeah, first, uh. first thing he do when he mad at black women, he take their edges. That's how you know they ain't right with God. <laughs> uh, my first joke was about men not washing their hands when they leave the bathroom, preferably white uh. men. Uh <laughs> Not all, obviously, to our producer. Um, I I walked into a bathroom and I saw this white dude literally use the bathroom, blow on his hands, and close and open the door. And I'm like, oh man! Wow. Now my decision was, how am I gonna get out of here? <laughs> because I'm my hands are clean and there's no paper towel to open the door with, so I'm stuck until somebody else came in the door. And it was my first joke. I was 18. They yeah. giggled and I was like, all right, let's do this. I got tomorrow. something. This is where it starts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of people not using, oh, my first joke, oh, my first joke when it, when I was nine years old. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't doing comedy yet though. But um, this, my teacher, you know, there was something called the onomatopoeia. Yeah. Have you yeah. heard of that? Where yeah. you use like zing, boom, you know, the words that make sounds. Right. And uh, and we had to write one, and um, and I wrote, bloop bloop was what I heard when Miss Johnson was in the toilet stall, you know? Oh. And, uh, yeah, that cost me class that day. Hey, but for real. Listen, that was an onomatopoeia. What the <laughs> fuck did this bitch want, okay? <laughs> I should have got an A, damn it. Nine years old, nice. Yeah. I've never seen anybody say what the definition of onomatopoeia was. You always hear that in a movie and they have to spell it. Yeah. I've yeah. never known that that was the definition. Yes, that's Very the definition, dope. and I only remember that because... <laughs> I only remember tragedies from my childhood. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right, let everybody know where they can find y'all at because we got one or two more coming in. Oh, my word. We got three more coming in, and I am feeling froggy. Let everybody know where they can find you and what you got coming up next. Uh, this is Spunky Robinson, everything. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Well, Instagram is the number one Spunky Robinson. Uh, that's about it for me. Uh, my name is Team Clayton Thomas on Facebook and Instagram. That's Team, like a sports team, Clayton Thomas. You can catch me airing now every Monday night on Bounce TV. The new season of Family Time, we're in season five. You can also catch me on a very dope comedy show that is going to be airing in December. And as well as you can catch me on Insecure and on TBS's Wrecked. Check out your boy. It is always a pleasure seeing you, Dale Harris, and my yeah, man, Willie Mack. Same here. And Clayton, I'm so mad you didn't mention any TV shows you were on. 
on. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and Hip Hop Squares comes on. I was gonna I think January. And you know what? I was gonna say that too because that's where I saw you on the TV a yeah. lot, and you were you were doing Hip Hop Squares. But I was like, well, I don't want to mention that. And then you no, know, I only talk about the shows that <laughs> that are currently I'm, on right now. That I'm on in front of the camera on the Hip Hop Squares. I was a producing writer on. So I just, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Lord, amen. Yeah, Let's give it up, Team Clayton uh, Thomas, yeah. Monkey yeah. Robinson. Thank you so shit. much for being on Crack 'Em Up Comedy Podcast. First of all, y'all can catch Crack 'Em Up Comedy Show every Thursday at the Comedy Show at 10 o'clock. Make sure you come on by where the comedy is live. Sometimes me and Willie be co-hosting. One time, me and Willie was co-hosting. We normally host the first. I host the first. He hosts the second half, and we had we were switched. Man. And uh, and we were both in the back like, God damn it, we normally do the other half. I like the other I half. No, me too. Oh, on? my word. Yes, it is hot AF up oh, in here. Sorry, are we Come clean? on in. No, we're not being clean. Okay. And you didn't walk in with a clean spirit. Sorry. You immediately I'll, cursed I'll at the room. It is hot, though. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. My people from the desert were used to being hot. Hi. Um, we have Zara Ali and Charles McVeigh. Be in the building, and when I just tell you, me and Charles go way back, way back, way, way, way back. We actually taped laughs together, and that was before Charles blew up. You know, people just people just take off. That was before Dale moved out here and took over LA. I'm just trying to get some crumbs. That's how I know who you are. I saw you on laughs, and then someone connected me to you when I came out to New York. Yo, laughs is bringing us together. Yes, yes. Yes, it is. Literally, and the TV show, guys. Um, first of all, welcome to Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast. Thank you. Uh, Thank we were talking out earlier. Charles McVie is in town because he's writing for Ludacris, yeah. who is oh, hosting Fear on Fear Factor. MTV. You know, I'm just. This is the thing. This is the thing. People don't understand. Like, it's more writing jobs than the big stuff. Like anything you see on TV. There's a writer somewhere. I, mean, I need to get one time. of those writing jobs because they're like, I run into New Yorkers all the time. Like, oh, I'm out here writing for this. I'm out here writing for that. And and I mean, it's like. You guys freaking. need to share this secret knowledge, this secret group of writers writing for Luda. What are you guys writing? Um, I'm, I'm Viacom's resident Negro. So oh, that's okay. pretty much. Nice. <laughs> so right, there you just, go. There's. Sorry, Zara. So, so, it happens, they just go. They, Call me. So if anyone's trying to hire a brown girl, if you need Muslim jokes or terrorist jokes, I'm out here. No, how that's all right, guys. Al Jazeera, if you have an American LA channel out here, let me know. <laughs> I'm down. Uh, yep, Al Jazeera. And if you have any urban partners, I'm I got your back. Okay? Thanks so much. <laughs> I'll let you know. <laughs> so who are you all's biggest influences growing up? Or just in general? I mean, mine is going to be kind of the stock names, but it's true. It's just Rock and Chris. I mean, Rock and Chris. Uh, Rock and Chappelle. Like, those are two. Literally the two people I looked at was like, oh, you can say this shit? And, like, as a job, you can talk shit? And, like, yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, mine were, mine were definitely Rock and Joan Rivers. Actually, Ooh, yeah. I love Joan. My mom yeah. loved Joan, and yeah. I think my mom accidentally let me watch her from a very young age. So I just grew up like I lo- Joan Rivers is a boss. Like Yo. I just grew up thinking white ladies were Joan Rivers, and then I grew up to be very disappointed <laughs> in white ladies. But you know, yeah. no, Joan yeah. Rivers was amazing, yeah. and I'm, she was Absolutely. really 
funny. And yeah. let me just tell you, as a judgmental bitch, yeah, I really enjoy Joan. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm absolutely. saying? Like, I could watch her and actually laugh at Joan Rivers. Absolutely. Yeah. All day. Fearless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fearless. What time were you were fearless, Charles? Um, tell us about a time where you was just like, fuck that. I'm going to say it. On stage? Uh, I've always on stage. The first time. Probably the first time I was on stage because I ended up lying my way on the stage. And then mm. by the time I was up there, I was like, well, fuck it. I got to say some shit, right? Like, uh, I was telling... Lying your way on stage. Yeah, what, lying how? my way on stage. I, my, a friend of mine was managing his restaurant, and I was going to take an acting class. I just moved to New York straight from Cornfield in Ohio. And I'm taking these acting classes, and I'm telling all my new actor friends and all my everybody that I'm meeting in New York that I was just doing comedy last night at the comedy club. I was lying my ass off. and never touched the stage before, but I just wanted them to think I was doing stand-up. Long story short, uh, my friend was hosting a big holiday party, invited everybody from the school out, everybody she knew. It was like 200 people. She wanted me to come out and do stand asked me to do five minutes, put me on stage, uh, the dude before me bombed, so I figured if he bombed and he ain't go kill himself, maybe I can do something, right? <laughs> so I just went up there and was like, fuck it, and just talked about what I wanted to talk about and got a laugh, and I was like, all right, well, maybe I can do this shit. All right, yeah. and now you, you're you way convinced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now you Sorry, are what fearless. about you? Um, I don't know. I did some fearless stuff. Uh, like I feel like all my fearless stuff is like, all my stuff is I just annoy people or I try to get a reaction out of people. Um, like, even just today, getting on the stage, I was like, hey, guys, I'm just excited that a white guy did it in Vegas because, you know, my people can get some relief this week. Yes. You know? Um, and there was a couple of people grinning, but mostly, like, everybody laughed. Yeah. But, you know, I like putting my truth out there. Like, that's what I'm thinking, so I'm just going to let you hear it because if I have to listen to what all these people have to say and what all the white people have to say all throughout the week on CNN and, and Fox and everything, you can hear what I have to say for seven and a half minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zara is just like, listen, Yo. white people, you will not have any additional privileges, God right. damn it. <laughs> I'm light enough for white privileges, <laughs> and I'll be claiming them this whole podcast set. White what people, about... Uh, white no, no. people can be involved in shit. Fuck that. Yeah. We, can, we can taking that shit back. Yeah, yes. we can all have the privilege. There's enough for everybody. Oh, Stay yeah. Back. No, I fully rock white privilege all day. Absolutely. I don't subscribe to any black privileges at all. I don't. I just pretend I'm white. That's what my, my sorority sisters have taught me. Like, just pretend like you belong there. Oh, you know? absolutely. And you know what? I'm so point past the point of pretending. Zara, I'm, I'm white. Yeah. Yeah. Be the white girl you are inside. Okay? Be the white girl you want the world to see. Fearless girl you were meant to be. When were you fearless? When was I fearless? I try to be fearless every second of the you, day. You real shit. You um, the most fearless motherfucker I've ever I? seen on stage. Really? So I'm, I'm oh, yeah. not bullshitting you. Like, you, that's one thing I always admired about you. You don't give a fuck, and you funny as shit. Am I? Don't give a fuck. Stage. I feel like it's holding me back. God damn it, I'm fearless. You think your fearlessness is holding you back? Well, I don't know. I always. These white people out here? I feel like. Well, I feel like now that I'm more comfortable with myself, then I can just go anywhere and say anything, and then you know, because I don't judge any audience, like 
like when I was in New York, sometimes I would get in front of white audiences and I would be like, oh, are they going to like me or do they need that that white acting black woman? You yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then now I don't judge them at all. And I just be like, listen, I'm fucking ghetto and here it is right yeah. here. And they'd be like, I love your some educated ghetto shit. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. So, um, you know, I just try to be as... as is I try to not even think about my thoughts and just say I'm on stage. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? What about you? Well, I'm wearing this turtleneck tonight. That, that was fearless. fearless. That, that was really fearless. 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 That was like going all out fearless. I'm, I'm telling you when pain. I'm... I feel your pain in the sweater right now. It's hard. <laughs> uh, yeah. When I, first, when I saw this, because I knew wearing it on Thursday, I knew people... I knew coming to crack them up <laughs> that there was going to be some people that would make jokes about my shirt. But I was like, no one's really... So I only gave it to two people. I said, it's going to be Chinadu and maybe just... <laughs> oh, he's what? wearing, he's wearing like these felt pants, too. You're, you're just in and a sauna right now. Guys, That's, Willie is packing yo. the heat. <laughs> Don't you do it, Max. Say it, stay away. You were supposed to be on my side the entire night. Then... Um, <laughs> Dude, Willie, Willie dressed like he's going to Tahoe. Are you going skiing with the white people? Is that what's going on? Oh, Someone's taking you skiing. Sorry, I keep no, bringing Willie it back to the white is, people. Willie's white. I don't oh. know if you've seen the way he dresses. <laughs> but it, this is like prep school Willie. He's, yeah. he's ready for All the day. slopes after this. What color blue exactly is that? that is That's a, a periwinkle blue. blue. Is that periwinkle? That is a periwinkle blue. I was going to say blue. sperm whale, but... Sperm whale? Jesus. What the fuck is sperm whale? Oh, do I get a color? Periwinkle. Uh, I'm gonna go with Pebble Rock. Ooh. Pebble Rock. I can dig. I can dig a Pebble Rock. We are going to have to pose the photo because everybody's been talking about. Yes. Can we make Willie's shirt the thumbnail for this crack up? <laughs> yeah. That way, no one is confused about what we're talking about. Okay. Exactly. You will not be disappointed. Hey, thank. You. Do you, let me ask you all this. I've asked. Uh, I think I only asked the last group this. Do y'all remember your first jokes? Yeah, because yeah, I'm still doing them. Uh, <laughs> I think I remember, yeah, I remember one, I remember one, uh, kind of. I used to say something like, my, I found a porno in my grandmother's room and I got pissed off. I went to confront her about it. She gonna act like she ain't know what it was. I'm like, then why is your picture on the cover? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh! Yeah, I like that one. That's good. She never saw that one. Thank God. Wow, She's putting Grandma great. way out there, huh? That's so great. Grandma got her a little Hugh Hefner action popping. You do? Um, what? First Hugh joke. He oh, do I remember my first joke? Oh, I just told you about the onomatopoeia. That's right. You know what? I think Willie might smoke weed <laughs> also, guys. I, because I he try just not asked to. Me. I, you I try, try not to. I don't smoke weed as much because, man. You're cutting back? You're trying to up your... Willie doesn't smoke weed at all, guys, because Willie's on television, and he's got to say he doesn't smoke weed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't smoke nothing. I'm not trying That's to fuck it. that up for you. Yeah. But it's yeah. legal yeah. out here. They legalized it out here. Yeah, but because I do a lot of commercials. Oh, okay. So... The like sprint, even though humble, I, humble brag. Humble brag. I mean, I, I do a lot of commercials. Look at Zara, I, I've done the a peer pressure bringer out this bitch. <laughs> Talk about, I just say you don't do it, but do it. <laughs> Zara, I saw you doing the uh, the, the um, 
last week, the three weeks ago, I saw you doing the roast battle. Yeah. How, I didn't get to see the finish of it, but yeah. how did it turn out it with was, the roast battle? You know, the last two roast battles haven't been as great. Um, my first two were amazing. Um, and I think, like, uh, people have been getting into my head. I've been letting them get into my head. You know, there's a yeah. lot of mind games and stuff. Yeah. But it's it's a great experience, and it's been good exposure and stuff. And, like, people, now my peers, like, I think respect me a lot more because um, of my writing and stuff. But I did a rose battle last night where um, Katrina Davis, shout out to her, uh, she came up wearing a head wrap. And she's usually in her natural hair, so I had a lot of, you know, Afro jokes and whatnot. So I just, at one moment, I just called her Erica Badont. And uh, that, that kind of got the crowd going. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I like Erica Badone. Shout out to Erica Badone. Zara Lee, Charles <laughs> McBee, guys. Yep. Tell people where they can find you online. Uh, you can find me at Zara Ali Live. Zara is Z-A-H-R-A. And if you don't know how to spell Ali and Live, you should uh, go back to third grade. Thank you. You, you can find me on uh, Venmo. At... <laughs> <laughs> find me on Square Cash at... Oh, at Charles McBee. Uh, you can Twitter, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Charles McBee, M-C-B-E, all that good stuff. CharlesMcBee.com. Yes, thank, thank you. you guys so much. Yeah, you gotta give you us one ding us. on the xylophone. Thank you. One ding on the xylophone there. Yeah. Okay, there yes. Right, guys, thank you. everyone has to play that xylophone. Yes. You know, that's something we got. Do we got some candy in this Halloween shit? Hey. That was you fun. Candy up there, no, though, so. you are. I'll come up there and get it. Thank you so much. And we got one other person coming in, right? Uh oh. Uh-oh. Jackson McQueen. Jackson. Oh, oh, my oh. God. Uh, oh, my God. Yeah, here we Guys, go. Guys, the friendliest, grouchiest man in the history of friendly, grouchy guys oh is in the building. And I, I don't even need to introduce him because you hear the oh, my gods as I start talking. You should introduce me. Okay. Guys, I'm going to introduce you to the friendliest, grouchiest, funniest guy uh, that host on Crack 'em Up along with me and Willie. Ron Taylor is in the building. Ron Taylor. What's going on, Ron people? Ron Taylor. Yep, and. I would like to say something. What? First, before you do what you get ready to do, I'm not grouchy. You're not right? grouchy? You just made that up based off of a bunch of nothing. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Guys, as I said, the grouchiest... That's a grouchy answer. That was the grouchiest answer. Okay, Hey, look. This guy right here... Now, they've talked about me in commercials, but this dude right here, commercial king to me. I love... Hey. Hey, the very funny, the very talented Jackson McQueen. Let me tell y'all something. Jackson can sing his... Ass off. Jack, Jackson can sing? Jackson can, can sing? sing his freaking ass off. What are you talking about? Lay, lay, oh, yeah. You, don't you do a joke where you sing that? Together. Oh. You, should, oh. you, sound, you sound great. First of all, I need you to add on to it. You Stop. You know what? Oh my you know God. what? This so dude, when I tell you, I cannot stand when people hide their talents. I don't know who's now. lying now. What? I don't know which one of y'all lying now. No, I can't do that. Willie, He's I'm, lying. I'm trying to figure it out myself. Jackson can sing no, no, his no, no, ass no, no, off. No, no, no. We, we did the sketch can, at ADD. I can hold a note. 
Okay. But I can't. She can sing. Uh, oh, yeah. Dale can sing. She can sing. So I can sing. I can hold a note. No. No, you know, this like, dude. You know, like, what, white folk in church? She's hot, loves me, she's hot I can do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No. But she's like. No. No. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No. Groucho Marx? Come on, Groucho Marx. Damn. Whatever. Taylor. No, I'm going to tell you why. Dale says I'm grouchy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're shooting a movie right now. Okay, great. With uh, Rashid Stevens and what's Joe's last name? Joe Jett. Yeah. And wonderful movie, wonderful people, but they're writing the script okay. as we're shooting. Okay, so that's the Okay. Yeah. I'm not grouchy, I'm sleepy. And I'm poor. Like, I got shit to do, and I'll get there, and they're like, so what do you think? I don't think nothing. I'm an actor. I don't fucking need to think. Come on with the motherfucking lines and get that fucking camera. What's the name of this goddamn... I don't know. I don't think they know. Well, I wasn't even talking about the movie. Um, That's all. Under no other circumstances could you ever say I was grouchy. You said it when we were on set. You said I was grouchy. I said, no, I'm sleepy. You said, no, you're grouchy. You know what, though? You know what it is? You do have a very um, melodic, melancholy, almost down, like down <laughs> syndrome type oh, um, of... Doesn't he have like the Fred's, the young Fred Sanford personality? He's not chipper by no means. I exactly. Look, I'm just, exactly. I'm, I'm lame. In fact, you I, can't be lame in 2017. No, you cannot. You can be gay, transgender. You can be a but dog. But you can't be you no turn motherfucking lame. lame. You can't. You turn yourself to a shark, but you can't be lame. No, nah, you can't be lame, bro. Whatever. It's funny. You, you don't smile, but you laugh. That's funny. Yeah, I do laugh. <laughs> it should be funny. Nigga don't smile. You know? Nigga um, don't smile. Side note, I just want to say this because you brought up transsexuals. Um, transvestites, I'm going to need y'all to be a little more distinct with the gender that you choose mm. because I was just at the train on my way here. Um, there was a transvestite guy who was doing all these like stripper flits, flips, and you know, cartwheeling in these heels, and lady he was boy? splitting down a lady boy. Okay. okay, and the entire train. I'm so proud of you, California. The entire train was looking like we accept you, but you know who was confused? The man's dog that was next to me. That fucking dog was looking at that goddamn transvestite like, what the fuck is this? I need people to get back to who people was. I'm not sure that that's the most uh, appropriate term now. You what? Know, you never Transvestites? Yeah, I think no, it's... Yeah, trans, I don't know what it's called. You can, you can call transgender. Either trans. No, you can't. You can't. Listen. You can say trans. Listen, I'll trans? call it what the fuck it is. Transvestite, transgender, well, trans, trans, trans... Do you like Negro? What? You like Negro? I don't know. I don't care what, what it is because I'm secure with my with well, whatever I, I call I, myself. I'm, I'm saying as a culture... I'm saying you can't just be like, well, I'm gonna call what I want to call. Well, what I'm telling you is, if it's called transvestite in the dictionary, and you're offended by that, it's probably because you're a fucking asshole, okay? Because transvestite is a definition, and what I'm telling you is, all the people in the train accepted it. All the people in the train was like, oh, just do your thing, even though you're like, this man was like straight doing the stripper. Like, if the only thing he was missing was the pole, okay? Like straight doing, even with. Do it trans 
gender justice, they love attention. God damn it. They will stare at your eyes. They will make sure you stare at them. Make sure you look at them. Yeah. You can't just... And that's not, what he was doing. They stare at everybody in there. No, that's what, what he was I mean. doing. The thoughts had, of Jackson and Dell are uh, their opinion and their opinion alone. And uh, are not to be confused with those. <laughs> Crack Ron, them up, the Ron, comedy store, or Willie. Uh, Ron actually told me to say <gasps> this the show, brother? Uh, Whatever. Whatever. She brought it up. Wait a minute, can I bring something up? Yes. It's about the fact that Willie looked and is dressed like Leon from The Temptations. <laughs> <laughs> and I've been trying to put my finger on it for the longest. <laughs> this nigga straight up looked like David Rough and Rap. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga looked like, your love is fading. <laughs> Temptations. He's you right here. You sound great, Ryan. <laughs> That's him. He put it up. <laughs> That's Willie Mack. Why you pull that up so quickly, Matt? <laughs> he been he had it up. Cause your touch, your touch has <laughs> grown cold. That's funny, bro. Ron, you really have a voice. You sound great. Whatever. Yeah, all I, all I'm concerned. I'm just Jackson. drunk. That's all that you is. You gotta see this dude's outfit. Y'all Jackson. gotta see Willie Mack's outfit. It's a turtleneck. This nigga got a, a, a turtleneck sweater <laughs> in California. It never get that in cold the basement, here. In the basement. It don't get that cold in 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 Alaska. And this <laughs> this nigga back is sweating. <laughs> Y'all are not gonna be. Don't do that. But wait, Leon played all back this shit. Leon played. He played JT. I <laughs> no, when he, when him and Flash was singing off to that woman. And then the, you don't remember that part? Five heartbeats. Yes. And the five heartbeats. That nigga said, I don't remember. Willie is just like, But you do look like a man. Wait a minute. Leon played motherfucking Lil Richard in the Lil Richard. <laughs> Willie was in the Lil Richard movie. Leon, Leon, he's a cold brother, though. Leon, yes, he is. Cold brother. And he be on that letter from He's saying, Bam. Can we can we turn off Ron's mic? <laughs> Leon ain't I even mean, got a last name. <laughs> he does comedy now. He does? 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 No, oh yeah. I'm sure he has done comedy. No, he, do he comedy. he's doing like he he travels doing comedy. Yes. Wow. Yes, he does. Straight. I, I've seen him on a couple flyers and, and huh. all that good stuff. Okay. Yeah, man. Okay. What's the last flyer you've been on, Jackson? Flyer? Yes. Uh, Laugh Factory. Laugh Beach. Factory. You know what I mean? That's the only flyer I get on these days. That is way awesome. What's the next flyer you coming? You gonna uh, be on? Saturday, um, nine forty-five, Long Beach Laugh Factory, Jackson McQueen. Check yeah, and Jackson, please bust a note with that xylophone, please. God. That's, that's an interesting question. The, the, the last and the next flyer you've been on. Remember when you first got on the flyer and you thought you made it? Oh, man. Was that just me? Oh, no, oh, that wasn't man. just you. Oh, I, I thought I blew up. They ain't even pay me. I just my my face on the flyer. I showed it to my mama. I was like, yeah, I made it <laughs> to my some go to college. Motherfuck college. college. How many hey, people? Man. How many niggas you know on a motherfucking flyer? flyer? <laughs> <laughs> now I see my face. In, this how I'm still poor, but this how bougie you get. I see my face on the flyer. I'm like, who the fuck? Everybody Talk else. to me, because I don't remember being on this show at all. And is it paying, or are y'all giving drinks out? The, the First, it was all about always the worst picture. They think I find the worst picture on the internet. I like who, who picked this picture. I saw a flyer. It's not even a joke. I saw a flyer with my prom picture on it. 
Oh my God. My prom picture was on it. Was it an like, 80s they went party? back. Well, I mean, yeah. at the time, it was just two years ago. But still, you know. I got to show y'all the picture they used for this one on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Uh-oh. So, Ron and I are in this movie oh, yeah. uh, called Let's Die Together. About is that the name of it? Yes, that's the name of it. Um, yes, it is. It's about a suicide road trip uh, that people take. Um, five different people from all walks of life take this picture. Let me see this. Let me see this. Jack I wish y'all could see it. He's, he's like... Oh my God! They got Jackson prison picture on a flyer. <laughs> he had just got out of jail on here. Just, just fresh out. Oh my God! Fresh out of doing background work. <laughs> this is way before your commercials. You wait for your wait blue for up. the listeners. They're gonna be like, well, "How come you ain't finished about the movie?" What's okay, the movie so about? the movie about. Okay, so let me give you his phone back because speaking of. Speaking of people that are going to kill themselves, <laughs> um, no, um, the movie is about a suicide road trip where five people of different walks of life take a trip to uh, commit suicide, but all along the way they discover reasons why they not, they oh, yeah. find uh, new reasons to live and renewed family, and they find forgiveness, you know, for mm. the people that have harmed them in the past. So it's a great film, and I actually just uh, typed up the script today, so we're going to have one. Wait, wait a minute. There's a script now? You said, yeah. is it funny? What's well, a dark comedy? Oh, saying, it was really dark it's for me because they broke my lens. And ro- I know. Oh, oh my they God. Dro- I, I have a black magic camera and all yeah. that. And the dude just, just dropped it. The lens is broken half. And they did not mean to. And first of all, black yeah. magic, I just want to say this. You need to make your camera with a much more stable lens. That shit came off. Em- like, it cracked immediately as soon as it fell down. I was saying it was a bootleg camera. It, it, no, it was no. no. The, the, the camera's camera. fine. But the lens, the lens broke in half. But I'm talking about, like, it came. Like it popped off like like you like a piece you would put back on a camera, but it didn't come back on. That's how easily it popped off. So this I'm like, Black lens. Magic, uh, stop! Damn. Make a fucking stable lens, Black Magic. Okay. Um. Anyway, yes, we have a script now. Well, yes, we have a script because we have an outline. Is it all, all five comedians? Can I only name three? You, you, Rasheed. Uh, one, one girl is not one girl is not a comedian. Um, but anyway, tell people where they can see. Where our our engineer is giving us the light, which means that we're way over. Um, tell people where they can see you. We love you so much, Ron Taylor. You can see him every. First of all, Thursday. I'd like to say this: the engineer ain't got nowhere to go. He just tired. That's number one. <laughs> well, so the fact the that he's saying we got to break don't mean shit to me. Stay your ass here. Sit down. Get a motherfucking beer. And uh, listen to... No, I'm just playing. You can... I'm just Like I'm shit. saying, he's grouchy, you, guys. I'm not... <laughs> it's hard to defend that one. I thought... I, wait a minute. Why y'all getting on me? I thought we was getting on Willie for looking like no, Leon right no, now. No, y'all don't switch this well, back yeah. on me. No, I'm putting no, this back on him. You know what? <laughs> we're getting on Jackson. I, I, I don't thought about it. Okay, cool. All right. I do... <laughs> You All right, great. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Let me say this. You, you can find me at Comedian Ron T. I'm hosting uh, Crack 'em Up Thursdays every Thursday or every other Thursday. Uh, you can follow Crack 'em Up Thursdays or Crack 'em Up Comedy. It's not Thursdays anymore. Crack 'em Up Comedy at Crack 'em Up Comedy. Follow me at Comedian Ron T on uh, everything Instagram, Facebook, all that, all that shit. And yeah, I'm Ron Taylor. Hell yeah. And Jackson, tell people where they can find you. And if you can please bust a note, that would be so great. The fans have asked you to bust a note. Uh, Jackson McQueen, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. 
Yeah. Would you be able to sing that, please? You know, I can't. Because, um, <clears throat> honestly, I got a little bit of cold. So I can't even. Um, I feel like, like this is you go. It's Leon. Yeah, <laughs> no. Going on. <laughs> all right, Dale. I'll see y'all niggas later. All right. Yay. Yeah. Right. Thank, Thank you all. Thank you all. Jackson McQueen, everyone. Hell yeah. And Ron refuses to leave us right now because he has his. Hey. I work here, so I'm here. Nichelle Murdoch is finally joining her own podcast. We have one more. Okay. This is Clint. Hold on. Oh, yeah. Clint, get on in here. I thought we had to leave, leave. No, nah. we have one. Oh, I'm in here. Y'all gonna have to oh, kick me out. Oh, shit. Stay. Stay. C.T. Watson in the building. Yes, ma'am. C.T. Watson in the building. Hey, Clint. First oh. of all, guys. Damn. You know what we need? A fucking waitress. Uh, a waitress? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, okay. A waitress wow, when the podcast is about to be. What y'all been doing in here? Uh, oh, we've been just talking shit. <laughs> chilling, and now chilling, that we have someone up. that is dedicated to talking shit. No, no. You'll be here with you. no waitress down here. Can you? If you can, it'd be beautiful. If not, just a drink. Tell them uh, it's Ron's and I'll pay for it later. Uh, the only one. A Long Island, a Long Island, or or wine, or That's whatever the they best. make. That's just, the best as long drink. It's got again. alcohol in it. Oh, anyone else? Well, I'll take a margarita if anyone's getting, you know, if they're like giving some. them out. But if they're, they're not, they they're owe me one. If you could make an alcoholic beverage appear, that'd be fucking spectacular. Nah, I'm all right. Thank you though. Water, Willie. You get you said yeah. why? Oh, I'm no, not fine. Water. Oh, water. Oh yeah, I take yeah. a water. Oh. Oh. No, I don't need water. I need alcohol. Water's for white people. I don't need that shit. Water for white people? Yeah, whatever. Water. If you're you're saying water's for white people, you need to ask for wine and salmon. Water is is the trick of the white man to keep you down so you can't turn up, you know. What? That's what it is. (laughs) I was trying to figure it out. That's what you see. No, the white man is the queen of turn up. He's the king of turn up. You see, brother, the white man doesn't want you to turn up. Therefore, he tries to influence water into your life. <laughs> but when you want to turn up, you drink that alcohol. Guys, yeah, clear. guys speaking of white men, we have one in the building. Hell I think yeah. you're oh, our first shit, one. I am? Wait, wait. Oh, no. I, oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. All this time the you thought you were out. light-skinned. All this time you thought you were light-skinned, CT. I've been trying to fucking this forever. Clint, <laughs> I'm sorry to break the news to you. You're uh, white. I can't believe it. <laughs> I love when we, when, when he shook, we shook hands. Like, I, I don't even know how to describe this over the over the radio. So like, there's three steps to the to the to the regular uh, black the generic black five. It's like the you grab the hand, then you like kind of do like the finger squeeze, and then you snap. But what Clint did was he <laughs> made a sound effect for each one of these movements. He said, "Uh, oh, shit, yeah." Like, so it helps him remember which what order to, to go to. to exactly. You know what? In, in, in his defense, I, I, I've done that. I do that. You yeah. make the noise. But it's not one? from memory. It's, it's just it's accent. It's accent. It's like, mm, 
Bam. I'm in. All right. There we go, brother. <laughs> that's what it is for you. That's because Ron oh, is bam. a 1970s right. recreate, okay? Yeah. I mean, and that's, that's why what I he... thought I wasn't white. <laughs> CT's coming, smoking weed, fresh off of an edible, and he's forgotten his race. That's how good his weed is. He was just like, he's still not 100% sure what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> is this the end of my life? <laughs> I mean, there is a pitchfork. This is where it happens. <laughs> Clint, did you, did you do crack them up tonight? More of them? Did you do crack them up tonight? Yeah, I did crack them up How'd tonight. your set go? I mean, I, I feel like I did well enough to be able to do it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. How long you been doing comedy? Uh, consciously. <laughs> Uh, Consciously, Consciously. aiming Um, to make people laugh. Yeah, uh, January 15th, uh, 2016. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. So you about to make a year. Yeah. Wow. I I really enjoy public speaking, so I started doing that. I don't know if you heard. Have you heard of Toastmasters? Yes. Yeah, Yeah, so I started off with Toastmasters doing the competent communicator uh, manual and the leadership manual. What's uh, Toastmasters? Speaking, or, or, sorry, Toastmasters is a public speaking club that is a safe environment for you to come in and hone your public speaking skills where you can come in into a community and they are there to just help you improve and be a better you and and uh, it's a very supportive environment. So it's 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 an amazing thing for mm-hmm. you. Re- you write speeches. You come in and you uh, you do them, and then you get evaluated by the club. What's and the purpose? What's the purpose or or goal? Like you go to Toastmasters to become a better public speaker mm. overall. Although it provides you with uh, confidence. Uh, it's not only with public speaking, but in every aspect of your life, you mm-hmm. know, communicating with people, it makes you uh, a better communicator. How to come across with your ideas, how to deliver it. What to, type of people, people do you do you see or find in Toastmasters? All walks of life. Anyone that is looking to. No, 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 no. I mean, like for real. Like you see, like fucking old moms, young dads, fucking Sony what, what type execs. of people do you see in there? It's really do you um, see in there. It's really a, a a really wide array of people. Like you get you get younger. I mean teenagers. When you were in there, you yeah. saw who who and there, who. Yeah, when I when I was in there, there there was young young people like eighteen. There was uh, old white dudes that are that are business related. Yeah. There's, oh, am I too far? Okay. Needs to be a lot I, sexier on the now. mic. Here we go, baby. Yeah. Don't let Ron shove the mic in your mouth. <laughs> Come on, fam. Wait, I want to hear about who's in this Toastmasters shit. Like, I'm part um, of Toastmasters as well. I, you, I, I, of course, so Willie. Anything upscale like that, Willie's gonna be a part of it. I guys. haven't, I haven't done any Toastmasters here, so I'd like to visit your club wherever. The that one is in Burbank. Burbank, okay. Because um, I do motivational speaking, okay. and so I found it helps with like networking as well. Because there's 100%. a lot of money that these people are <laughs> kind of hiding behind, like these Toastmasters. Like, uh, you'll meet somebody that's like, oh, I, I'm speaking, so but I have a connect over at the Los Angeles school district. And these school right. districts pay a lot of and money oh, to, go straight out and joint. to go out and talk to the really? students and do whatever. Like, What they, do you motivate students to do? 
or well, yeah, it's do. it's more it's more not necessarily motivation. It's like going to church and like the pastor is going up there. He tells uh, uh, stories and he'll tell you how you can potentially apply it to your life. So learn, learning but things that was, they don't teach in school. So like, what was the but last? But what do you do? What was the last thing you spoke on for and for whom? So. Really? I uh, I spoke at the mayor's at the mayor's uh, youth council, and um, I was talking to these kids about just like endurance. Like a lot of people don't know, um, I was homeless maybe around five years ago, mm. and then I started couch surfing because I was me just, too, man. Yeah, I mean I was super down on my luck. Like you a lot were of people, homeless five years ago. Yeah, five years ago I was. You homeless. were. Yeah, my the girl that I was dating at the time, she we broke up and she kicked me out and I had nowhere to go. And uh, so, yeah, I was in my car for a little while, then I started couch surfing. And so what I ended up having to do to get out that situation was I taught, I had my friend asked me to, uh, I edited some little stuff on like this mini computer, some bullshit, right? Yeah. And uh, like iMovie. And so he said, hey, my job's hiring for an editor. I'm like, cool, went in there to that job. And they was like, all right, cool, do you know how to edit on Avid? If y'all don't know, Ed- Avid is like one of the most complex editing softwares ever. And I told him, like, yeah, I know how to edit on Avid. Never touched Avid a day <laughs> in my life. They end up hiring me because I give good, uh, I give good like, interview, whatever. Mm-hmm. So while I'm there, I'm on YouTube, Google. I apply to lynda.com all at the same time. We're learning how to do Avid mm-hmm. while working that job. And I end up becoming one of the top editors at that company. And then when Good I was you, training man. the person after I left, he was like, what school did you go to to edit? I was like, I didn't go to school. He's like, what? You have to go to school to know Avid. I was like, nah, bro. Like, boom. So I talk about stories like that. Yeah, that's phenomenal. That wow, that's is awesome. Possible. Like just yes, letting them know to be empowered and inspired and get out, take action, make a choice, mm-hmm. accept, create, motivate. And even though people listening can't see this, I, I got dentures. Oh, like shit. Like my bottom row. What the hell happened? Bad accident. And yeah. then I had like a... Like you bobbed instead of weaving? What happened? That's pretty much what it was. It's my cousin. Bad, he hit me. I, and but this, what a fish. Wow. Yeah. This is, now, Why? this was six I mean, years ago. I mean, he this hit is you like well. Thug Willie. <laughs> and I used to talk like this for... I used to talk like this for about six months. And I had to retrain myself to talk because when he hit me, he broke yeah. a piece of my jaw. Oh, so, shit. This oh, why did he hit you like words. He was high and drunk. It was, uh, I brought some girls over. And high on what? He was on shrooms. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was doing shrooms. I was shrooms. if it was no, weed, he was, say, see, no, you no, get no, aggressive no. on that shit, too. He was on more than <laughs> shrooms, because yeah. shrooms is a very peaceful high. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I like, saw Jesus. Most people cry. Um, um, thanks so much, Willie. CT, when uh, you're getting off stage, people are walking up to you saying, I really enjoyed your joke about... Mm. I don't know, that hasn't really happened yet. <laughs> oh, my God. CT, you know you're supposed to lie and say... Um, I, mean, I, don't lie. I don't lie. <laughs> um, which one, which, um, which one would you like them to, to, to give you the accolades on? Oh, wow, okay. Um, I, today, today the this is the first time I talked about um, going into a youth correctional facility. That's where I got my my diploma. That's where I graduated. Wait, what you say? Um, correctional facility? Yeah, I was in. I You've was been in, in jail. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, was, I did it. Somebody get this uh, <laughs> nigga out of here. <laughs> <laughs> see, all these black Why, people here. Why, is it against your probation? Yeah, see, no. No, no, no. Don't play me, little boy. We we all good. We ain't never seen a jail. Nigga, we find those standing black people. You <laughs> I, I motherfucking jailbird out this month. No, I just don't get a lot of opportunities to shit on white people going to jail. I'm sorry that's about that. Good. Continue. I mean, see, that's how much of a screw-up I am. I can't even... My white privilege doesn't even keep me out of jail. <laughs> yeah, you really fucked up. <laughs> you need to say that on stage. Oh, oh man. Good question. Um, Did you have to be a part of, like, some Aryan nation to be protected? You know how they show you that on TV. Not really. I mean, there was a point where, okay, so where I, where I, where I was in, it was very much like something you would see on TV. So there was, it was a range, and it was cells all across one side, like bars, like legit. And there was a place upstairs where it's dorms, so it's all open. But you had to, like, you know, show that, you know, good behavior, whatever, and then there for a little while. And then they'd bring you upstairs into a dormitory where it's all open, just bunk beds. So I was on one side at one point where there was a lot of Caucasian people, right? And then as it started changing, a lot of black people started coming in. And then I was, like, the one white guy left and then or not one white guy and then there was like some Asian people and all that and then they started running the range so they started enforcing rules on us for the we couldn't do certain things and all that so I mean who I who I hung around with I mean not so black people gentrified your side of the prison (laughs) (laughs) I mean it's like re-gentrification or anti-gentrification but yeah I get it (laughs) Uh, they call them clit. I've been called. I've been well. I mean clit. Yeah. I mean I have a joke about that. My brothers used to call me. Yeah. My brothers used to call me clit. Yeah. And like back in the day, I thought I was like, oh man, I gotta come up with you know not only a witty comeback, but something that was gonna restore my manliness because I felt like they were trying to, you know, make me feel like less of a man by calling me a lady body part. What's your last name? So what did you come up with? Wasn't so so I came up when they call me clit. When they call me clit, I'd be like, yep. Cause I am what I eat. So, oh, okay, I like that. <laughs> I, I can dig like that. that because look at Ron's because I might have been ass. young and misinformed. <laughs> but even when I was a youngster, I still knew that only real men ate pussy. Hell yeah! <laughs> hey, anybody eat pussy? That's but I see where you go. You know, I'm so surprised <laughs> to hear Willie chiming in on it. I thought he was going to break into the Black National Anthem right at that point. I mean, uh, nicknames? Nicknames? What? Max? Max, you just got way wider. Didn't Max, you see? Max, you were so cool before. What, Max? Those three minutes ago? Didn't you see Def Jam 25 <laughs> with D.L. Hughley and and Dave. and Dave Chappelle saying saying the black? I still haven't seen anthem. it. I still haven't seen it. Lift uh, every voice and sing. At, uh, Netflix. I've been caught so in there they never they really just didn't talk to me much. Uh, they just usually used to hit me. <laughs> but uh, in jail. Yeah, man. I, uh, you got I mean, fucked in jail? No, hit me, dude. In I, your butt. <laughs> Damn, Ron. Ron. What's on your mind? No, listen. It's all right. It's jail, brother. I'm sorry to touch Ron's you like that. It's okay. It's always disgusting. It just wasn't your... Yeah, he just the, said they used to hit me in the butt in jail. What the fuck that mean to y'all? Me. I didn't oh, hear a hit me I in said? the butt. That's what I heard. I mean, you heard incorrectly. <laughs> they used to hit you in jail. They used to hit me in jail. With yeah, what? Oh, Max is about to come in and chime in. With their fists. 
Uh, Max I got is, stabbed in the face with oh a pencil. God. This is the most Max has Max, chimed in. He has so many questions. Max is, can't chime in anymore be, until he Googles the Black National Anthem. Nah, that's, and that's true. fucking it. Yeah, Max, you, you gonna sit here and, and look up me on Leon. Wait, does, uh, does oh, R. Kelly sing that? <laughs> no, <laughs> it's, it's a real... Sing <laughs> the song. Nobody knows it. Yeah, yeah, but let's let's be clear. No one knows the words, but we know the harmony. Damn you! You're not gonna. Nights like this. So in love, sad as can be. All the pretty faces got the hands to me. You know it, Leon. Me, you you came, came into my life. Oh shit, that's He's motivational. Hey. It's motivational, man. Beauty's only skin deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me find out Willie really is Leon. Nah, I wish. I wish. I wish I could sing like that. Is a talent that oh, I just do not shit. have. You sounded like you bust that note right there. I mean. No, it, it, it accidentally slips out, but I've tried singing. Like, well, you weren't too bad that time we went to karaoke. <sighs> oh, you did I like karaoke. karaoke. Yes, I love karaoke. Who do you sing when you go to karaoke, Billy? I usually do... Man, this don't sound weird, but I like, like, SWV, and I'll sing Who's those. SWV? I don't even know. with voices. So we can... I can hardly... Okay, all right. Why are you singing girl songs? Because I... There you go, Because he's getting in touch with his feminine side. The turtleneck already makes it seem like I do that shit anyway. And the turtleneck is tight. That's what's really bothering me. It's the turtleneck. You must be sweating. No, the motherfucking... The rest of it is tight, like... This nigga Willie really built like me, but the shirt make him look built like The Rock, goddammit. Like this nigga. <laughs> that, that's, that's a boy's Guys. large. Built like an action figure right now. Not a boy's large. Are y'all trying to say that Willie works out in that shirt to say that time? <laughs> Willie built like G.I. Joe with that yeah. shirt on. Man. <laughs> Everyone. About every this shirt? Person. Everyone. But this shirt is bullshit. Nobody need to see your muscles, <laughs> motherfuckers. Take that shit off and put a motherfucking T-shirt on. First it ain't even all, that cold out here. Those are just just for the audience. Those are all the non-muscular haters that are mentioning Willie's <laughs> muscles in that turtleneck. As a woman, that's very attractive. You know what? Yeah. What? Wait a minute. Well, you got hold the muscles. Hold on. What you say? Dad? You got tight clothes and you got the athletic but body. But see, that's why what you saying is bullshit. So give him some pussy. Uh, uh, yeah, shut the fuck up. Don't nobody want the motherfucking muscles. All, you know what? I just Willie, no. you talking all that Willie, shit. As soon as you propose to me, I will give you all the pussy Girl, in the bye. world. You be eighty five by then. <laughs> you better give that funky chicken listen. up right now. <laughs> Them, that nigga muscles is tight right now. Go on ahead and let him listen, give you that. Let him give you that JT for the heartbeat next year. My, Go ahead, let him give you that no, from the fire no. heartbeat. Um, actually, my pussy is eighty five, so he can take as long as he oh, wants. Eighty five. How's that happen? <laughs> she doesn't like to fuck, okay? Oh. Unless it's a goal. So if you're okay. sixth, you know if you don't use it, yes, you lose it. Yes, it is 86. 
If, if you I, don't use it, you lose it. Right. You're going to wake up one morning, Ron, your pussy's going to look like a baby doll. It's going to look like a Barbie that's going to be smooth down there. It's, you're going to have no opening or nothing. I mean, when it's we just know gonna it's going to be a tight. triangle. It's going to go from your pelvis to your ass. It's going to be... That's it. It's going to be like... triangle down there. It's going to be like a bowling no ball uh, lane. It's going to be sleek. That's it. <laughs> I, think, I think the turtleneck is probably the chosen shirt for a transvestite. You boys is getting apple. on them trannies tonight. Hey, I ain't got oh, so about that. Really about that. Two things. <laughs> and that shirt. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I swear when I put this turtleneck on. It is a perfect on. choice. So, oh hey, look, where can God. people find you at? Social you can media. You find everything. me on Instagram. <laughs> At C dot T dot Watson and Facebook, I'm Clint Watson, and um, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, right. no, Clint Watson, very funny comedian, man. He's a good guy. Oh wow, I appreciate excellent that. guy. That means Follow a lot. him. Uh, uh, and and, and we tried else. to kick Ron out, but it wasn't working at all. Ron was like, you know oh, what's I'm funny? Here to stay. You know what's funny about kicking me out? You know when y'all leave, who gonna have to clean this shit up? Who? Your boy. <laughs> so you can't kick me out, motherfucker. Kick Y'all got my house. Go. All right, Dale, Dale, where can they find you? Because this is it for us. This is know. it? Oh my God. First of all, um, they can find me at I am D.E.L. Harrison. Please follow me on Instagram and everything else. I want to shout out to Nichelle Murdoch, yeah, the producer Nichelle. of the Crack 'em Up Comedy Podcast and the producer of the Crack 'em Up Comedy Thursdays at the Belly Room and the producer of My Dream. That's delicious. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you um, and quickly, y'all can find me, Willie, W I L L I E, M A C C, Willie Mac. On everything. On everything, including your television. Also, too, want to invite y'all to the 14-year anniversary of Crack'em Up Thursdays next Thursday, October 12th. Yeah. Please come out at 10 o'clock, $10. Get your tickets on hollywood.comedystore.com. Also, I want to thank so much the comedians that joined us tonight. Kate Quigley, Charles McVie, Zara Ali, Clayton Thomas, Spunky Robinson, Chenandua Naka, Courtney Black, Matt Richards, Rail Battle, Dulo, Youngblood, Akeem Brown, and C.T. Watson, and of course our very own rotating hosts Ron Taylor and Willie Mag. Damn, I I thought I was special. Yes. (laughs) No, turns out you're not, C.T. And find find, all hundred of them. And find (laughs) Willie Mag traveling with the Temptations Review and Dennis Edwards. Guys, and find Willie Mag in this shirt online. Hell yeah. We're going to definitely upload the picture on the Crack'em Up comedy page okay um because the comedians all want that shirt because they just could not keep their eyes off it i'll take that all right right, we'll see you next time thank you so much right back here at the comedy store love y'all yeah thank you ladies and gentlemen for listening be sure to come out and check us out every thursday night at 10 p.m in the belly room buy tickets at thecomedystore.com i'll see you at the door